all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 381 for the final time. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside. He only does everything. Colin Moriarty. Go Islanders. Go Islanders, indeed. Uh, and over it? here. <laughs> He's got it on the final one now. That's his thing, right? The best beard in the business, Marty Sleeva. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. This is, we. if you're watching the video, we've we've upped the digs. Yeah. We're not in the podcast room today. No, no. We're not in the special. That, not that bunker. No, we're in the, we're in the 50 episode room. Yeah. You know, the 50s were always in the yeah. studio. Yeah. The 100, the OOs. Yeah. Always at a live event the, or whatever. The, the, the aughts? The aughts? The aughts. That that's what, what, yeah, that's what we used to call the 2000s back in the days. Back when we were did trying you? to figure. I mean, like, when I, when I try to refer to it, sure. when did that happen? Somewhere in the aughts. What is yeah. this right now? 20 teens? See, that's annoying. The tweens. That's really, that's no, really tweens. tough. Yeah. You can call 19 teens. Yeah, that was annoying too, though. Like World War One happened, 19 teens. Yeah. No, that's terrible. No, it's bad news bears. It's been a good show. Yep. <laughs> we, of course, want to go out the way we came in. Uh, this, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, Colin, Greg, we are leaving... Podcast Beyond. This is our final episode. Uh, we left IGN at the beginning of January. Now we are uh, let, letting the uh, the Podcast Beyond go. Letting it go off into the winds to fly yeah. and flourish like a bird, but, but kind of like a dandelion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, like, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snatch it. You're, well, you're I'm the dandelion. You're the I'm bird. The dandelion. Yeah. So he's the dandelion and the bird? Yeah. Well, like, the bird's like, I'm, I imagine like when the bird spreads its wings, it's right. got like flower what petals. Kind of, you're whatever. teaching me a lot about the video game flower. What kind of bird well, this is, is like, Marty? Oh, kind of bird is Marty? I'm yeah. allergic to birds, so keep that in mind. You're allergic to everything. I'm allergic to literally everything. You're allergic to birds? Yeah. How did you discover that one? My cousin had a bird girl, a parakeet, Jesus and I would sneeze, and my throat would close up. What the I'm hell? A weak, I'm a weak human. That's not, that's not that. I didn't know that there was anything about a bird. Dander. Yeah, dander. You're birds just allergic dander? to every dander. Yeah. yeah. Human. I'm I a, thought cats had dander. They All do. animals have dander. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. that was like a unique thing to the feline nope. species. No. Nope. Portillo has dander. Does he? Yeah. He kind of just smells like garbage, actually. He does not smell like garbage. Portillo smells like a dog. It's very... I like it. I like it. But imagine if he wasn't a wiener dog and he was this bigger, you know, dog 15 times the size. Like Clifford? Then it would stink. Yeah, like like Clifford. Clifford must smell awful. Sure, of course. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) This is Podcast Beyond. It's been 381 episodes of it somehow. (laughs) And this is usually how it goes. But uh, what's important to point out before we get into it, this is going to be a long, winding episode. Marty's got surprises we don't even yeah, know there's about. There's a lot of endings of this episode. There's it's like lot, Lord there, of the Rings. Uh, it's <laughs> like Return of the King. Which four one? Was endings. that the last one? That was the last yeah. well, one. There was that four was, endings in that movie? There's a lot of endings. I just remember the slow motion one of like... Nah, 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 that wasn't the like, jumped in bed That wasn't the ending. Exactly. That was like... The, <laughs> 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 was that a symbol? <laughs> no, that was Elijah Wood. Okay. It's important to point out, Colin, Greg, leaving the show, but Beyond continues, Marty... Yeah, you're you're shepherding it here. You're getting I'm you're getting your hook and going on. Yeah, is that the shepherd hook? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I crook is that what they call it? I, think, I don't know. I don't yeah. go. I don't go to farms. Again. The thing that looks like everything. Riddler's staff is what you have, but you're a it's shepherd. A big question mark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just want to let everyone know that we're gonna be back next week. Beyond's not going anywhere. Obviously, it's gonna be huge to see you guys go, but. Uh, we are super excited for what's happening next week. We have so many plans, and just sort of want to start off the episode by introducing uh, <laughs> who's going to be my co-host uh, going forward, and that's none other than Max Scoville. Hey. Look at that! Hey, he Max. The magic of television. That's the magic of a dying medium television. <laughs> I'm glad you're bringing that magic to the internet. It, des- it desperately needs it. Yeah. So what do you have planned? Like we, you know, Colin and I had 381 weeks to get something together here. What do you think? Pet yeah. dander, yeah. the hot new thing. Do birds have it? Are birds pets? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, we, we've been talking a lot about what we want to do going forward. Uh, we're going to mix things up a little bit, but, yeah. uh, you know, we, we want to keep the spirit. The spirit of, you know, this, I think one of the best things about Podcast Beyond is the sort of two-way dialogue you guys have created with the fans. Yeah. With, with the listeners, with the readers. Like, it's been amazing. It's, it's not just us talking to the camera. It's right. the camera talking back to us. And that's something that we're absolutely going to double down on and continue going forward. Awesome. Um, yeah, and when you said mix things up, that was a very polite way of saying screw. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I mean, I think I, like coming into this, this is a bit daunting for me because I'm like I'm the new guy and, yeah. and picking up where you guys left off, and you leave some pretty big shoes or pants to fill or whatever the. the fa- we actually I wasn't have going. to wear your pants, which is very strange. <laughs> yeah, we have to dress like contractually yeah. obligated. Yeah. Just, yeah. just like Doug Buzz. A very, very dated IGN reference what? for all the kids who think that I don't pay attention to my IGN. I don't anymore. know what a Doug. I will explain it for you later. <laughs> Do you understand when you're older? No. no. You remember Doug Buzz. Remember he drew the he sent everybody a FedEx envelope that it was his pitch for the oh, IG right, cartoon. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just bizarre. Get it on fire or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, made from lava. It's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm super excited for the show going forward. Uh, a lot of plans. We're not going to reveal them all yet. Obviously. Uh, one thing we can say. Uh, Obviously, this has been a three-person podcast for the last couple of years. Mm. Uh, we're upping into a four-person <gasps> podcast. It's back. Sake beer. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right, sorry, now are you, what, are you thinking two rotating chairs, or are you going to announce a third member to be we'll see, later? We'll see. One oh. of them will even recline. Yeah. Whoa. The, rec- yeah. <laughs> the ever-reclining <laughs> fourth chair. That person that just perfect. sort of, he just me? talks like once every minute or yeah, so. Yeah, he just sleeps half the yeah, time, just right? Totally out of it. Um, yeah, like and I mean, it's, it's so exciting. We're hitting that, like, you know, PS1 is 20 years old. A lot of people grew up playing PS1 and PS2. Yeah. Uh, so we're definitely gonna, you know, do do a lot of sort of looking back at, uh, you know, what PlayStation, what these Sony brands have uh, meant to us growing yeah. up. Yeah, I think and it's it's forward. easy to kind of be like PlayStation is like a new modern one, you know, like that came out when I was, I don't know, fifth grade, fourth, yeah. fifth grade or something. Yeah. And in that sense, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it has the same legacy as Nintendo. But then I kind of got up and looked around and went, oh wait. Like, yeah. it's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really a lot to yeah. look back on. You we're saw at, Gabe Logan, and you're like, there it is. Yeah. That's the that's we're actually, it. Uh, the bedrock of PlayStation. We're, we're booking guests, and the first guest I booked was Gex the Gecko. Whoa! Yeah, or, yeah. He didn't have much else going on. Yeah. yeah. I was just that Geico Gecko. I still, remember the, I still remember those ads, man. Yeah. Like, with the, they would have, like, the hot like chick James in the Bond. car, sure. and yeah. then she, he would be dressed in the tux. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. Were we supposed to assume that they were fornicating? Oh, yeah. You know what would be a good guest is the guy who wore the Crash Bandicoot suit in those old ads. Oh yeah, with the, the megaphone. <laughs> be like, did Nintendo security actually come out and ask you to leave? Like, <laughs> did you get pulled over while you're driving that car? How like how how careful were those were those shoes? Yeah, how how, how, off the, how off the rails? Did that was get it? you laid ever? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, guaranteed. Uh, yeah, I'm no, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. They go to a college town. Like it's me. Oh my god, it really is. Oh, is he still like banking on that? Oh yeah, like a guy who had like a one hit wonder and is still trying. True to. story. One of the guys in the Sonic commercials that that was Crash Bandicoot. No, wait. What? Wait. <laughs> can't, that's not wait. fair. That's Sonic too the hedgehog or Sonic the, the Sonic the food. Place I've never been where they're to. like, oh, the two want, guys that are always in the car. You want oh, this yeah. Coney hot dog? And then there's some oh. guy talking about. Snickers. I like those guys. A pony? Yeah, hot, they have hot dogs. Coney. Ponies? Coney. Coney. Like a Coney Island dog. Oh, I've that's how the Sonic commercials work. Is that, is that Long Island? Nope. Is that a short one? It's a tinier island. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they refer to it. The tinier island. Like the like the Maldives. Yes, that's exactly right. Very good. Coney Island. Yeah. Coney Island. That's where the warriors are from. Yep. They uh, came yeah. out and played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Learn a lot about that. Uh, well, I'm excited for what you guys have coming. So yeah. am I. And Colin and I, of course, urge everyone to keep watching the show. Not that, like, I, this is a blood feud by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> no. But, I, you know, like, I always talk about the fact that for me, like, you know, I was on since episode one, but it was when Roper left the show abruptly mm-hmm. that I got cast into the hosting chair along with Colin and uh, Ryan flanking me. And that was in the one 
teens, maybe 120 if we're being generous. See, it's a weird thing to say, the one teens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, I felt like we didn't way. have a flow to 150. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it takes a lot of time to figure it out. Get yeah. it, you know, under, like, Colin always talk about the fact that, like, you know, uh, the thing we're doing now, we never rehearsed it or planned it. We just were like, all right, tomorrow we'll do that. And we did it. Yeah. And, like, that was just because you know each other's pacings and sure. stops and that's know when, when to cut them off and get them mad. One I think good good podcasting is, is it's got to be it's got to be natural you know right. you can't yeah. you can't force it too much and it is it's a very slow medium so you know for those of you who are going to be kind of joining joining us it's yeah. like I just let's hang out let's yeah. know each other it's going to be yeah. great yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. excited and of course the door is always open. There's two seats. You guys can fill them. Oh, out. yeah. All we right. have, we're already planning for some some 400 shenanigans. Oh yeah, yeah. When's that? That'd be Juneish, Julyish. Yeah, that's yeah, late June, early July. Okay, okay. Maybe we'll do it on the fourth of July. That'd be fantastic. We'll My have, holiday. Uh, uh, Joe Biden. Whoa. Yeah. You're calling. You're bringing all the stops. It's a, it's a huge, Joe Biden and Gex. <laughs> yeah. That'd be huge. Joe yeah. Biden ain't doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> DC's power couple. He's in the he's in the naval observatory just hanging out right now playing Killzone Shadowfall. Yeah. <laughs> He heard about it. He he heard, a, he's not playing any of the new games. No, no he, he, he heard about it in House of Cards. He's he, like, loves, oh, okay. he loves. Uh, he loves. Killzone. Okay. Joe Biden loves Killzone. What's going you're on? You're lying to me. You're <laughs> saying lies again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't yeah. like you guys. You're not. You're not honest. <laughs> We're very convincing. What are the hell guests up to? Really want to know what's yeah. happening on Vector. Yeah. Vectra. Whatever the hell. That's not. Vectra. Vecta. Vecta. No tra. K T A. Yeah. Wow. You've been hosting a PlayStation podcast for how many years? <laughs> it all runs together. It all runs together. You're supposed to have encyclopedic knowledge of Killzone lore. Kratos is on Vecta. He's got. You can make choices, and he can be good or a good or bad guy. The other day, I was there getting into pirates. The, I was getting the shower. I checked Twitter one last time. And this guy's. This guy pops up. He's like, "Why do you think Kratos is a boring character?" And I'm, that's from a review I did four years ago. Like, what, are you, what are you talking about? Was it War Three? No, it was uh, the, the one PSP of the, the one? PSP oh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Yeah. Can't wait to see you guys have. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be, be good. Cool. Yeah. But now we're kicking Max out. Yeah, so exactly. I leave? Should I just yeah, go now? Just... Yeah, it's kind of awkward. You right. awkward leave! leave. Okay. <laughs> you had your chance, Paul. Take the magic of TV. We'll see you next week. Take Max. the magic of TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, this is IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet each and every day. It posts... Nope, that's not right. Each and every week... <laughs> Man, it would, do we I've already been nipping it back. We're getting ready for the <laughs> Do we have to do it every day, though? <laughs> I'm just signing you up. Now. I'm thinking of something else, Colin, and I do. Podcast Beyond posts each and every Tuesday as an MP3 and video for your amusement. You're keeping that schedule, right? Oh, yeah. All right, good. We're going to try, we're gonna try to hit 1 p.m. video, watch, read, video, and article. Watch, read. So get it on IGN.com. You get it on that completely free IGN PlayStation 4 app. If you have want the podcast, you can get mm-hmm. them anywhere. Zoom, you go to IGN. The Zoom Marketplace. Anywhere. Zoom. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. There's, now, I don't understand digital data, yeah. but I imagine it's around at you at all times. And you're yeah. inhaling it and exhaling it. Now, let me, let me give you an anecdote about it. Thank anywhere. you. We've been I'm on track a, too long. I'm reading a book called The Martian. It's really good. You're making okay. a film about that. Yep. Here's what and, I want to point out. You're reading this one slowly. I'm reading very slowly. You're Colin Moriarty. You're usually a voracious down, reader. I, well, I am a voracious. I read every day, but I fall down rabbit holes where I just start downloading different books and then just read those instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm slowly working my way through The Martian. What I was surprised about is about a, an, an astronaut, an American astronaut that's stranded on Mars Uh-oh. by himself. And he can't get, like, the data stream between Earth and Mars mm. is so bad that he can barely get anything but text from, from home base or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know if he would be able to get podcasts beyond, and therefore it's not available everywhere, Greg. So he, I, I thought this story was that he was up there and Earth didn't know he was up there. He, they know that he's up there and they left At him? some point they figure it out. Mm. Spoilers. Are we sure Mars is, like, geographically up there? It's over there. It's around there. Yeah. But here's what I'm wondering. It's everywhere. I was yeah. thinking about this. Like I, love, I love astronomy, but I never thought yeah. about this. The sun is here, sure. and the planets obviously go out. Now, are the planets aligned with each other perfectly? 
Or, or is it like, like, is some, like Mercury here and Earth's like down uh, here and yeah. you know Venus is you know like yeah. you know what I mean? Is time is is time a flat surface? That was from True Detective. And all the diagrams and dioramas I've ever seen, yeah. they seem to be in a straight line. It must but be I don't know if I should trust but that. Children grade. made all the exactly. diagrams. And they don't know anything. Surely, at the most dense part, in the, uh, uh, volume voluminous is that is that the word volume voluminous 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 voluminous. Your hair has the a lot of volume. Of the volume. It's voluminous. Voluminous. Yeah. Thank you. There it is. Voluminous. That Vol- part of the voluminous. sun is at the center, and therefore maybe it's grabbing the planets from the center, and that keeps them aligned. Great. It's been a great episode of Podcast Beyond. Jesus. We wanted to go out the way we came in. We were named the internet's number one hypothetical abortion podcast, and I'll be damned if I'm giving that up for anything else. It's a conversational show. We go where it always goes. Voluminous. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. There are only four items on the list, right? A baker's dozen! I want to keep it short so we can... We can do other things. Matt writes into Beyond at IGN.com just <laughs> like you can. Reference. Beyond. Beyond. Hey, Greg, Colin, and the completely stationary Marty Sleva. Yeah. Really sad to see you and Colin go, but love what you're doing now. I thought it would be fitting to bring back I Doubt It and I Guarantee It for your final Beyond. Thanks for all the years of entertainment, and I look forward to your new venture and the new Beyond under the helm of Marty. Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. This, uh, I have a feeling this episode is going to be like the Seinfeld finale. We're just like every little gag from Beyond oh, yeah. history. Yeah, but people are gonna like this finale. Yeah, sure. That's the oh. difference. Ooh. I thought you were gonna say like everybody's gonna be mad at me. Oh, no, like, no. no. Like the first part of you the want it, I doubt it, guarantee it. I hear it. If you don't remember this one, there's the men's warehouse man who no longer works for them. Mm-hmm. What was his name? I always forget it. I don't know, but he's, he's gone now. They got rid of him. The board got rid of him. Yeah, I, the board I, I, got Zimmerman. Rid of him. Or, yeah, yeah, Zimmerman. Conrad George Zimmerman. Zimmerman. George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman. No, wasn't that the guy who killed that kid? That's why. That's why it's confusing. There was George Zimmer and George Zimmerman. Okay. One of them oh, killed the kid, and one Zimmer? of them used to work for Men's Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> the one that did. The so one that sorry, worked. Men's Warehouse guy. <laughs> He's used to it, I'm sure by now. It's probably why they fired. Anyways, yeah. he used to end his things. You know, I, I guarantee it. That was his thing. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee, I guarantee it. it. And so we started doing that because, and then there's also I doubt it from Bob's Discount Furniture. I doubt it. I doubt it. And so Can these you find a better deal on this sectional love seat anywhere in New England. I doubt it. <laughs> so when we started doing these impressions, people liked them enough. And then Colin used to come in with Roper reports that were 24 items long. And I would say I guarantee 15% of this can be cut and it won't matter. So then I get to deem if it's I guarantee it, which means it's proved, or I doubt it if it sucks. The rules are too complicated. Not only when we have to explain it because we haven't done it in 30 weeks. <laughs> it's been longer than that, probably. Really? No, uh, we talked about this like a couple episodes ago. Oh, I don't know. I, I, learned I can't it. remember what I did this morning. Yeah. Somebody's watching for the first time right now. They Uh-oh. didn't know. Jessica Nagiri is watching. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah okay, this makes sense. This pl- Thanks, I, guys. I thought this was about PlayStation. We did too. <laughs> when we started doing the show. We, gave, we, that up, we gave that up a long time. Probably the drunken episode of Podcast Beyond was, and we're like, we can just do it. <laughs> uh, number one, these are all, I guarantee it. I guarantee I, yeah, it. I guarantee it. I, gar- I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Yeah. Number one. Sony sold an additional 6.4 million PlayStation 4 consoles last quarter, during its third fiscal quarter. PS4's total worldwide sales are nearing 20 million units cumulatively. Voluminous. <laughs> 147 million, Voluminous. 147 million PS4 games were sold during the same quarter. That's a lot. I guarantee it. Important. That's important It's news. important news, right? Yeah, yeah. That's good. We need to have the stats. Yeah. The stats are essential. Yeah, you gotta have them. You don't know where you're going if you can't look behind so you what, and see stats. What what fiscal quarter was that? Like, what, what month of what month? Was that the fall? It must have been October through December. Okay. Presumably, right? Yeah, yeah I would say so. And then in April, their year would start over? Sure. Presumably. Yeah. I, I think they're gonna, they're gonna have an uptick this quarter, too, because you, you got some exclusives that look pretty good. Yep. The, the order. Blood, Bloodborne's. Bloodborne. You think Bloodborne will drive sales? 
I, I think if you're totally into Bloodborne, like all three of us are, yeah, I think you've already bought it. PS4. Ooh, I, I doubt it. <laughs> you get it. See, it's fun. Yeah, when you play good. the game, it's, it's fun. It's good. When you play the game, it's fun. Number two, this is a short one, but an important one because we can just talk about it. Uh, Atlas has finally released the first extensive oh. gameplay trailer for Persona 5, including the very first gameplay footage. Let's talk about it. It says right here, let's Holy talk about it. Holy moly. Uh, right? Yeah. Right? Holy moly. God damn it. Now, now people trailer. are mad on our, other, on, our, on our new show that we spent like 30 minutes talking yeah. about this trailer, but it was like, it, it seems so essential. Yeah. The style of it, yeah. the music of yep. it, like the, it looked like, you know, like a poppy like 70s movie you're yeah. going to get into something. And then, of course, the fact that it had like the, the for me, it was just like, being so into Persona 4 Golden, yeah. which I got totally inspired to go back and play. I totally flaked on trying to platinum it in yeah, 2014. Yeah, about that? I didn't do it. Yeah. And so I have to watch Gold Farm and Christine eat pizza in front of me that I can't eat. <laughs> but I just thought, over this weekend, I just jump back into it. You it should was like, poison the pizza. Like but I thinner. love both those What people. if it's a thinner pizza? No! <laughs> I'm not on Wilson. I like both of them. Um, yeah, but like the, just, I hadn't stopped to think about what a PS3, PS4... Persona was gonna look like yeah. and seeing like the Catherine tabletop like down view yeah. and the cat. I was like, oh my god. Yes. Yeah, it had that style. It like felt like, like between the music and the cuts, it felt like Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, which I liked a lot. Yeah, yeah the style looked amazing. It definitely seems more sort of adult like uh, Catherine, which I'm totally digging. Uh, god, the, the menu overlays. Like I never say that about a game, yeah, but yeah. the way the menus sort of just tear in. Like, right, yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. I love the teleporting. I love yeah. the running across the chandeliers. And yeah, stuff. I like so you. You seem like you're, you're in a caper. Yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, they showed, and that's what we were talking about. With, you know, was that they showed a lot of gameplay, and specifically things that people that are into JRPGs care about, right? Like, yeah. And I love JRPGs, and, and so like I was most intrigued by the menus. Yeah, seriously. And like and like the equipment menus and the skill menus and the battle screen and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff are like the the, the core staples of yeah. yeah of the game. So it's cool. I mean, the game's coming to PS3 and it is coming to PS4, and, and that's it. Uh, I think a lot of people hope it's going to come to Vita. I doubt it will. I doubt uh, it. I doubt it. Remember, P Persona but it's 4 Golden. Guarantees. Persona 4 Golden was a PS2 game, so or Persona 4 was, so Golden was able to run on Vita pretty seamlessly. Yeah. This game's probably a PS3 game that's being uprezzed to PS4 because they've been working on it for so long, and I think they're really only releasing it for PS4 for the foreign market. I think it'll still sell. Yeah. Um, lots of copies on PS3, most, mostly on in, in Japan, I think. Yeah. The thing I, I tweeted out is that a lot of people are still surprised that this game's big. I'm telling you, this game's going to sell millions of copies. Yeah. And and. People are they're like, no way it's going to sell those copies. I'm like, well, Persona 4 Golden, which was a, a re-release of a PS2 game, sold 850,000 copies on, on Vita. Vita. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was a re- And, it was a re like, the and game that's a game that like spread like fire. Everybody who had a Vita started playing it, and there's so many people that, and I'm not trying to be like a hipster about it, but like when I, I fell in love with Persona 3, that's when I was like, this series is awesome. Because yeah. of Jeff Haynes, the podcast me on Founder, he brought, you know, was like, you need to play this, played mm -hmm. it, loved it. So like... To see people start getting excited for Persona yeah. 4, it was a new audience that yeah, I had yeah, not yeah. seen excited for Persona 3, even yeah. Fez edition, right? Like, sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. To see it get bigger and bigger and bigger, now to here, it's exciting. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And that's, uh, God, I, I can't believe that possibly this fall we'll have Persona 5, Final Fantasy 15, Xenoblade, possibly? A lot, yeah. of, J a lot of JRPGs. And maybe Uncharted. Maybe Uncharted. <laughs> the, greatest JRPG, JRPG. the greatest JRPG of them all. <laughs> Ian Schaefer writes in and says, Beyond. 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 With the recent reveal of Persona 5 gameplay trailer, I was wondering what the three of you each had planned for the game. Greg, are you going to try to become a member of the Persona 5 Platinum Club? I myself am going to try since I never made time for the Persona 4 like I hoped. Colin, are you planning on playing this Persona or are you planning on putting it on the side and waiting like you did with Persona 4? Sure. Marty, if you are planning to play... What are you most excited about in the game, about what we know so far? Thank you for everything you guys do, and best of luck to Greg and Colin with your future endeavors. 
Way too early for me to say if I'll platinum it or not. Because yeah, I don't can't make any, do... Don't make any promises. If you couldn't platinum a, a handheld mobile game, you travel a lot, yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to do it. That's a the thing. Is like, in the, uh, Yeah. I, I mean, I want to. But maybe I'll just do it on my own timetable. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't platinum DC Universe online right away. Yeah. I waited a long time. Time uh, you bringing up that game in this episode has been like 20 minutes. Good. I'm surprised yeah. I haven't cried yet. We'll get there. Don't you worry. I am too. So yeah. I, I don't know. I'm going to wait and see, see what they're like. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Colin, uh, you, now that you famously, infamously, said I'm not oh, playing Persona 4 song. Golden. <laughs> I know, that's good. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not going to play Persona 4 Golden until the Vita drought hits and there's nothing else to play. I'm going to play it now. You, you decided the, to, you, you're wavering. Now's the time. Because, yeah. because, but you haven't played Golden? I haven't, no. Uh, because my assumption was that the Vita was going to die much quicker than it's dying. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I was like, I want that to be my swan song. Because sure. it's considered the best game on the on the unit, yeah. and I just have a million other things to play. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to get invested in another JRPG. I typically only get invested in Tales games when they come out because I really lo- love that series. Mm-hmm. But it's like such it's a 40, 50, 60, 70. It, Persona's like really long, you know. So it's it, I don't have that many hours to play, but I can barely like beat anything now. Be with. I've been playing Dying Light for like friggin' three weeks and I'm like barely anywhere in the game. So, but no, it's just too compelling because that, that that Persona Five trailer and I love Atlas. I love you know Persona Team. Oh yeah. You know Catherine obviously I was like in love with. Um, kind of changed my mind about that. And I also don't think the beat is really dying. So no, it's gonna be a while for me to play it. It's chilling. Uh, yeah, super stoked to play this. Love JRPGs. Love Persona Three and Four. Uh, I, again, I think what we brought before the thing I'm most excited about is this sort of slightly more adult Catherine-y uh, tone. Sure. Catherine, I. I absolutely adore. Uh, I think it handles like weird real-world issues better than a lot of other games do. Despite the fact that it's a game about sheeps and devils and, and blocks puzzles, and stuff. Puzzles, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blocks, yeah. It's a brilliant game. Yeah, absolutely. I'm stoked. Connor from the UK says Beyond. 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 Hi, Greg, Colin, and Marty. Hi. Do you guys think Catherine will ever be ported to the Vita, even the PS4? Greg, Colin, I don't find it kind of funny at all that you guys are leaving. You'll be missed from Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Beyond. Took me a second to... <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anyways, uh, I'd love to see it ported to Vita. I don't think it'll happen. I know. I don't it's either. It's possible. Though, I'd right? love to like, see it to PlayStation 4. Like, Catherine did well in Japan. Persona Team's a Japanese developer, and Atlas is a Japanese company. You would, you would expect that they would know and find the market for Vita yeah. in Japan. Maybe it happens there, but I don't I don't think so. This seems like a weird use of resources. Although Catherine, for as much as we love it, is a very niche game. It sold yeah. much better, I think, than they thought it would, but... I don't know if the, the real estate on the Vita screen would be good for the game. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be seeing a lot of things. The blocks are pretty small. Use that tornado method. Yeah, tornado. Tornado. Yeah, I made that up. Oh, it's good. You can have it. Thank you. That's a that's a gift for you. Oh, you saw it here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You may continue with the Roper report. Thank you. Thank you, sir. My leash. (laughs) Uh, Number three, Sony has revealed the best-selling games on PlayStation Network for January of 2015. No big surprises here, Gregory. Uh, The top five best-selling PS4 games of the month were Resident Evil Remake HD. Say it the other way. The way the game says it. Resident, Resident Evil. Remake. HD. <laughs> Dying Light. Grand Theft Auto V. Battlefield 4. And Minecraft. The best-selling PS3 games of the month were... Resident Evil. Remake HD. Minecraft. Grand Theft Auto V. Castle Crashers. And that's Battlefield 4. Must have been on sale. Uh, yeah, that's what top, we, we, yeah, we were very confused about that too. Yeah. And the top five best-selling Vita games of the month were Minecraft, Persona 4 Golden, Little Big Planet, Ratchet and Clank Collection, and Guacamelee. Guacamelee. So, a bunch of a bunch of sales there. No big surprises here, although as an ancillary note, like let's call it 3.1 on, on the Roper Report, okay. item 3.1, is that Resident Evil Remake HD was Capcom's fastest selling uh, digital game and the fastest selling digital game apparently, digital only game on PSN ever. 
Okay. Wow, that's crazy. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably also, because it's on two platforms. Also, when you said ancillary, I immediately thought Michelle Ancillary. Who? Michelle Ancillary. Who's that? The Ubisoft Michelle Ancel. Yeah. But I, I want to do something. Michelle Ancel, the creator of Beyond Good and Evil and Rayman. Oh, God. I mean, he hasn't done a game since that, so. Don't worry, guys. <clears throat> so nothing too surprising here, Marty. No. Minecraft on every one of these platforms, which People is like that Microsoft game. money now. Uh, oh, that Auto, micro money. Grand Theft Auto 5 doing well. Surprised to see Battlefield 4 kind of on there, too, considering it's been broken for a lot of people. I guess it's working now. Dying Light. Great game. Yeah. Uh, really love that game, actually. It's, right place, it's right weird. Time. It's weird. It's exactly right. I, yeah. I wrote a piece that's on IGN, because I'm still freelance for writing once a week, um, about that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it is the right place, right time. 1.2 yeah. million in its first week. I don't think it would have hit 1.2 million lifetime if it came out in October. October. Yeah. George writes into beyond at IGN.com just like you can. It says, Dear Greg, Colin and Marty, beyond. Beyond. So I turn on Dying Light after a patch was released, 1.03, and find that my character's entire inventory, blueprints, and upgrades have completely disappeared. Wow, this sucks. is after they sent out the patch to fix said problem. I had no issue prior to the patch, and now the very thing they sought to fix has affected me. I'm very upset since I made it pretty far into the upgrades and the story, and now basically have no choice but to start over. Do you think Techland will have any way of reversing the issue? And if I should, and if not, should I expect some sort of compensation for our lost time? I know I'm not the only one this has happened to. Also, just wanted to wish you guys best of luck now that you've left IG. <laughs> Why is he still Love your here? Greg and Collins segments throughout the week. Best regards, George. This is this is one of the problems Dying Lights had and Techland in general. We're talking about the trophies not popping, right? Yeah, the trophies are broken in the game too, so no one has the platinum trophy yet. Yeah. And the game's been out. For a while yeah, now, weeks. it's because there are five broken trophies in the game that yeah. don't a baker's dozen that don't that don't seem to work <laughs> for everyone. Sometimes it works for people, but once you once you pass like once you gather all the uh, collectibles, for instance, and it doesn't pop, you're screwed. Yeah, there's no way for them to be able right. to take that. And this is this is what we were talking about uh, earlier today, the fact that this happened to me with Dead Island Riptide mm -hmm. is that I was reviewing that, had it early. I was like the only person playing it on PS3, and so I was running through trying to be the first to platinum it in the world, and got it down to just the collectibles, pretty much and spent an afternoon running myself crazy around this, looking for this damn recorder. Where are yeah. these recorders? Finally got out of the chair, went to GameStop, bought the early strategy guide, came home with a marker, and I'm checking them off, and I got to the end, and I checked them all off. They were all, I had them yeah. apparently, but there was a glitch trophy yeah. early on. It was just like, well, that's the end. That, yeah. you know, I, and I, granted, I had a great time playing it, and I, was like, I didn't look back at it as like, I yeah. totally wasted my life or something, yeah. but it was just like, damn it, the, you know what I mean? The Polish people have been known as jokesters. So I think oh. this is this is like a joke, like a absolutely like a rib. It seems like they don't. And someone, I, I, someone said this. I think on PS3Trophies.org, I was reading about it. Like, it just seems like Techland doesn't take a lot of care or know how to properly code progression. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because the, these problems exist in all of their like, well, at least the Dead Island games and now in Dying Light, where they're like, it can't be that hard to like write. Something that says like you have this, you have this, you have this trophy. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like what is going wrong? I mean, it's but that's the whole thing. Like I mean, I, obviously none of us know how to make a game, but from from everything people have, developers have told me is game. that when you try to fix one thing, it breaks the thirty things behind. Dominoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that is a bummer. It's sort of, and I don't like you know giving it a pass. It's like you know people complain about the Telltale engine. And we sort of just give it a pass because the stories are so great. And then people complain about you know Obsidian games, but we give them a pass because we love you know New Vegas. <coughs> New Vegas is awesome. No more passes. South Park. No more passes. No more passes for anyone. Nah, I give them passes. No more I was going to say, that's, yeah, that's the new Beyond 382. No, no more, more passes. passes. I'm giving them a pass, Greg. A bus pass to get the hell oh! out of here. Oh! Sassy, <laughs> That was good. Go fix, go fix Dying Light, for God's sake. Because I was on PSN Profile, it was one of my favorite sites, 
And I was looking at... Are you getting paid by the times you yeah, drop this is, URL? Yeah. <laughs> no, because the other one was ps3trophies.org. Uh, pay attention. Pay, pay, pay close attention. Nailed Nailed the, do you like the Drudge Report? I love the Drudge Report. Go to Drudge Report. I Drudge. What about Hockey News? Uh, do you I Drudge Report. A uh, you go news? to uh, Lighthouse Hockey. Uh, I, also <laughs> have, I also have a subscription to Hockey News. Yeah. Uh, you can get a discount. Uh, I know some guys with I like the idea Larkin. that we're just running all these URLs below. <laughs> They're just piling oh, on. We can't do it. Let me tell you about the... Let me tell you about NeoGAFs. Number four. I'm asking a question, like, at number four? It's number, it's number <laughs> four. Papa, can I do number four? Sony has planned PSN, PSN maintenance for this Thursday, February 12th. Maintenance is scheduled to run for three hours, beginning that day at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, Greg. Remember the mean, street, the, the mean Street Posse? Yep, thank yeah. you. That's it. Whenever I hear Grinch, I think of that too from the God. WWF Attitude Era, yeah. led by Shane McMahon. Yeah. It was awesome, Colin. I know you remember. Everybody out there remembers. I know you remember. <laughs> if you sign in before the maintenance period begins, you'll be able to access some online functionality. I think like Netflix will work, for instance. Otherwise, you'll be able to uh, use your PS4, PS3, and Vita online during that time. I guarantee it. I doubt it. No, that's the news you gotta know. Oh. Because you know that it'll go on forever. It won't be just Thursday. Yeah. It'll oh, it'll go on. on. Three hours in Sony PlayStation maintenance time is approximately it's like, two and a half it's days. It's like that one planet in Interstellar. Spoilers. Hey, come on. That one planet. I know. There's a planet out in the there's solar a, there's system. A, there's a planet out there where PSN maintenance is happening all the time? <laughs> Sounds like hell. That's called Earth. That's called hell. Uh, Colin, you had four on your Roper Report. You missed one. This is the number Uh-oh. five. It's from longtime podcast beyond listener, viewer, Charlie Gadsden. He writes in and says, hey, beyond. Hello. He didn't like yell beyond, so it's hard to, how do we react to that one? I don't know. Hey! (laughs) I had to sit my wife down this past week and give her some bad news. Uh Greg and Colin are having one last episode of Podcast Beyond. She sat and stared in disbelief for a while until the tears rolled down one by one. We shared a long hug together until she began sobbing and became delirious. The situation worsened when she began throwing everything within her reach, including my DualShock 4. (laughs) After several shattered plates and broken picture frames, I grabbed her by the cheeks and said, What's wrong? She replied with a teary-eyed squint, If I wanted to know what games came out this week, where would I go? Dude, that was coming. Marty? Not even trying to disguise it anymore. I tried! I, that, no, that, like... Obviously, the lead-in has been a a time-honored beyond tradition, and the one that I always, the one that I still think back to... That caught, I remember when it was you and Clements, and I think Goldfarb still, when I, it was like somebody had been in a car accident. And before I even got to the punchline, I started laughing in the middle of it. <laughs> and you guys were like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was it called if Goldfarb was on? That was just, oh, that was just, the, the, just the delete. official the, list of PlayStation software on all three platforms by the iGenerator. Upcoming, upcoming software, software yeah. Right, yeah. Now you have to say it with the Andrew Goldfarb. Program. The Andrew Goldfarb. Uh, Memorial list. Memorial list of, of upcoming, upcoming PlayStation, PlayStation software, software on, all on all three platforms, platforms by the IGN editors. Am I a congressman now? Yes. We won't be here. We won't be your training wheels next week, Marty. You gotta memorize this stuff. Um... That's why I was on my phone before, by the way, because I forgot to print out the... the I thought you were just being rude, so I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. No, I, I wasn't trying to be rude. I was just trying to pull, pull this up. So You'll never get back to people who already left. Jessica Nagiri oh, well, saw it. There's nothing, like, I, can, oh, there's nothing <laughs> I can do about it. If he can't make time for me, then. There's no, what am I supposed to do? I can't live I think Jessica, Jessica Nagiri bounced with, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, Eternal Blade is out on Vita this week. In the region of, of Welsia, <laughs> vengeful Freya travels with an unknown weapon called Eternal Blade. Oh, Freya looks to take revenge on Beladim, the Lord of the Mist who destroyed her village, Ridgerod, and killed her tribe. Her vengeance is helped by Vernia, who has as much merit as Beladim. Freya has to venture into many different world dimensions to discover how to annihilate Beladim. 
what? <laughs> what is, happening? is there a job what? where I could just condense them? Like, hey, uh, it's, a, it's an RPG where you fight people. Jesus Christ, what the hell did that even say? Chivalry yeah. Medieval Warfare comes digitally to PS3. Finally, is that the Kate Upton game I keep seeing advertised? Nope, besiege <laughs> castles and raid villages in this 12-player online experience, which truly feels like a medieval battlefield. I doubt it. <laughs> As a fresh take... 12 players, like a medieval battle. As a fresh take on it... That, by the way, Braveheart used to be horrifying to me as a kid because I, lo- I love like war, uh, like tactics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, love war. I love war. And like watching for the first time ever, really like a realistic portrayal of how they used to really fight back then was horrifying. Yeah, how like, they would just run into each dude, other. Dude, revolutionary and civil war just spooks me because everyone's just like, hey, if you're on the front line, you're gonna get stabbed. It's all good. Gonna get stabbed. A lot of men there getting stabbed. <laughs> As a fresh take on the first-person combat genre, were you, wait, we, were you like saying they were men, like that was, or like they were, they were just making a objective call that there were a lot of men there getting stabbed? <laughs> no, it was just an objective call. Okay, the only way to truly be a man is to get stabbed. I'm already over this 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 chivalry thing, so I'm moving on. Evolve, <laughs> PS4 digital and retail. I don't have to read that. We all know what that is. Hypervoid yeah. PS3 digital. This is the first time space battles occur not only in the depths of galaxies. <laughs> But right inside cross-dimensional wormholes. Of course. Punch your way through waves and waves of enemies from all races. Punch? In the universe, as you travel through volatile and crazy wormholes. All rendered in high-quality 3D with a heart-pumping progressive soundtrack. Volatile and crazy wormholes. Is it, it's progressive? Like the Dixie Chicks? I was thinking progressive like, like uh, I don't know, porcupine tree. Or like the I movie Blues. Okay, I, mean, I know gotcha. I know the Dixie Chicks. But. Uh, Jungle Rumble, Freedom, Happiness, and Bananas comes to Vita digitally. That's its full name. Yep. Who said the Vita's dead? Mofongo <laughs> Tribe lives deep in the jungle. They swing from trees under vast skies. They vie to throw coconuts the furthest, and they pursue the sweet flesh of the banana. Is that a Zen Cohen? Sustenance for the young, delight for the old. When a rival tribe invades to steal those bananas, a conflict ignites. Fight back, drum on monkeys, and drum on trees to swing. What? I gotta get this game now. Yeah, that sounds awesome. What is it again? It's called Jungle Rumble, Freedom, <laughs> Happiness, and Bananas. Yeah. Minutes comes to PS4 and Vita. Dig- uh, digitally cross by between the two. It's a bullet hell game, it looks like. Cool. Bullet Super heck. Stardust Delta, Super Stardust Ultra, rather, comes this to PS4. Your pick of the week? Oh, Something my that God. Pick of the week! It's not only pick of the week, it's possibly gonna be the game of the year. Pick of the year! Jesus, whoa. That was bold. And uh, You know they're getting an expansion for DC Universe Online this year, though. It's already Jesus out. Christ, Amazon Fury running. Part 2. <laughs> is that in the running? No. Okay. <laughs> because no. it's an expansion. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. This is just the Although, same game that was released two other times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, unmechanical extended edition PS4 and PS3 digital cross by. Uh, that's not funny, so I'm not going to read that. That's it. All right. Those are good games. Yeah. We have our, I, Vince is reviewing Evolve. He likes it. Reviewing spoilers. Progress. Oh yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Um, by the way, I just uh, I have on my I, I read Deadspin, and I, the other the other the uh, which is a site you should go to Deadspin.com. <laughs> HTTP <laughs> colon. <laughs> We're like, why are we talking about sports websites? It's so weird. Uh, and I just thought this was sad. Uh, Dolan, who owns the Knicks, was got a letter from a, a, a Knicks fan saying how angry he was about how the team's been handled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wrote back to him and told him to go be a Nets fan. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. great. It's a terrible thing. Well, yeah, but good response. Yeah. If you're not going to hang in the bad times, I don't know. Yeah. Do whatever you want. I got John Fox now. Um, yeah, Time to check in with listeners. Hey, listeners. Thank you. Haven't we been checking in with the listeners? Yeah, but I was—I wanted to do the old mail call. Mail oh, call. Oh, Maelstrom. Maelstrom. Chain mail. I forget all the other ones. Jeff Haynes should have come in. Mail. They, they should have sent a poet. <laughs> <laughs> a poet named Jeff Haynes. 
I inhaled really hard. And it, like, it was like glass all of a sudden. And then I, I said Jeff Danes. Jeff Danes! Oh, man. It's, this is literally the one where it'll all come off. All sure. the wheels are coming off. Adam Walker writes in and says, Dear Greg, Colin, and Marty, Beyond. Beyond. From Scotland. Oi! Oh. Oi, it's me! Adam Walker from Scotland, ain't it, Governor? <laughs> Irish Spring is a... What? Wait, did you just throw an Irish the Irish Spring in Scotland? <laughs> no, I was going to talk about the soap, but I failed. <laughs> I wanted to ask you what you think the best moment in PlayStation history since you guys have been on the podcast. Ooh. Mine would have to be watching the E3 2013 Sony press conference and watching them trounce Microsoft. I would love to know your favorites. Thanks and beyond. P.S. I wish Greg and Colin every success in your new endeavor. Yours sincerely, Adam Walker. Best moment, yeah, in our history for PlayStation. So while we've been helming the ship, the SS Moriarty little tugboat down the river, what, 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 what are the coolest things we've seen? That's uh, a great moment. Starhawk. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, no, I think the... Um, Starhawk was fine. I think that, uh, that I, was, I was there, and so I think it, was, it, was, it resonated with me quite a bit, was the PS4 reveal. Mm, 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 I was I was like up front, right in the, like right near the front. Yeah, it was very exciting, very exciting time. We knew what it was going to be, but we didn't know what it was going to be called. And right, the controller had leaked and all. You said it won't be so, PlayStation Four. Yeah, I said I thought it was going to be really? PlayStation. Yeah, because Four is she in Japanese, which is I think the same word or sounds similar to death. It's an unlucky number. Oh, that's not good. And so uh, there was a lot. There, there, well, there was a lot of conjecture. It wasn't just me saying like there's no way they're going to name it PS4. Because of the, the connotation of that number. Yeah, interesting. But they knew that no one in Japan was going to buy it anyway, yeah. no matter what it was going to be called. So they called it what made most sense, and that was great. But mm -hmm. I think that that was it. Yeah, the 2013 E3 press conference was insane. Was, they just yeah. absolutely put Microsoft over their <laughs> knee. I had never seen anything like... Like, seriously, like, I would never seen anything like... Like, they flipped the script on Microsoft so hard. Yeah. That I, like, never... I never expected it. No one expected that. Yeah. I've, yeah. uh... Got it. Being in the war room... I think you yeah. were at the conference, right? You yeah. were in the war room. But being in the there war with room, you, yeah, it was we, like... I've, I've never seen a room like blow up like that yeah. in terms of just like whole... people went crazy. Yeah. People and like you could hear it in the audience on people watching. We had the same reaction the crowd did watching the press conference live. Yeah, and just like I can't believe it. Yeah. Jack, Jack Trenton's up there just like punching every yeah. you know every one of them home that like we you know you can share your games and yeah. this is our price and this is how we're doing and no online DRM. Yep. It was just like holy sh. I really wanted uh, Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler. Back out! Back out! He's probably just boxing out. Business is about to pick up. <laughs> um, so in my time on Beyond, which yeah. has been about ten episodes, well, you, you can just IGN in general. Oh, I was going to say Apotheon being free on PlayStation that Plus. Was your, okay, I thought you were going to say going to Studio Japan and seeing. Oh uh, yeah, Bloodborne. God, yeah, that's it actually. And going to front. I don't know why I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, I remember. It well. I remember it well. like I was there. Yeah. yeah, but I wasn't. Yeah, been to Studio Japan. Not at that time. No, you no. weren't allowed. Nope. No. It was in the building. They were working on it. Yeah. No one knew. No, I didn't know either. Yeah. Wait, when were you? Oh, TGS? Yeah, it was like two years ago. Yeah. It was right before PS4 came out. Gotcha. I met some of the guys that worked on Puppeteer. It was really cool. Ooh. Cool memories, obviously. PlayStation announcement, E3 mm -hmm. press conference. That was just crazy. We've talked about this before. Is you know, PlayStation was my beat while I was here for, at IGN for nearly eight years. And like... I had always seen them f it up. Yeah. They always sounded like they were about to do the great thing and then they'd screw it up. Here's the Vita, it's only cost this much money, great, except for the memory cards and wah, everybody wah. flips out about it, right? But like this was the one where they had the reveal event and it was like, man, they're actually on a track to do something awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what I always talk about this story of uh, you guys are about to do IGN Coco, <coughs> yeah. which is a content conference where all of IGN gets together and talks about what's happening in the next calendar year, how they want to make the site better. Yeah. It's an amazing idea. Yeah, we bring in the, the Brits, the Aussies, yeah. the LA team. The, the, the New Zealanders. Yeah. The Zeds, they call them. The Zeds dead, baby. 
Zed's dead. Uh, I remember being at Coco, I guess two years ago, right? When it was right before the February event, and I had an interview with USA Today, and I was like their PlayStation expert. And I kept saying like, all right, and she's like, what do you think they're gonna do? And I'm like, well, mind you, this is what I would do, and I'm they never do what I would do. And my thing was like, talk to the gamers, win them with yeah. games, it didn't work with Xbox. And then they did that, and I was like, that's awesome. Then E3 came around, I'm like, they're gonna mess it up. They're yeah. gonna say they're just like Microsoft, and they didn't, and like they've continued on that trend of like, even now when bad things happen, the network's down on Christmas or whatever, blah, blah, and there's no games, in quotes. Yeah. You know, they get leeway because of all the successes they had. Yeah. Well, and even like an event like PSX that like we all sort of like going into it, we're like, man, is this going to work? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we're not sure. Like that's, an unproven event at a weird time of year. Right. And then it sounds like from everyone who's there, it was fantastic. That's where my, that's going to be my pick as far as the coolest thing is happening oh, awesome. on PlayStation while it's here. My, so three would be this thing. Uh, another one to toss out there in no random order really is the Kevin Butler E3 press conference. Oh, yeah. Because that, yeah, that was awesome. We had been saying forever to put Kevin Butler out there, put him up there. When he comes out and he's like talking about getting Jack of Coke and all this stuff, it's like, this is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, you know, it was totally stupid in marketing. Then they sued him. But like, yeah, then they sued him, of course, when he <laughs> was in his Bridgestone commercial. But uh, yeah, like the music swelled behind him when he gave his like impassioned gamer speech. And that yeah. was like Sony starting to get what, where they were, right? Like, it's awesome to see them come into their own. I really feel like of when it was PS3 and they started on such the wrong foot to try to catch up and like, you know what I mean? Like to see where Shu has gone, right? From Shuhei Yoshida just being like, one of the suits that you don't hear from to becoming this personality yeah. now that they use the, the mascot. A, a character in a video they game. They put him in yeah. a video game, right? Like, they get where they are now and what kind of uh, uh, climate they're in. But then, yeah, as far as the coolest thing that I've seen PlayStation-wise, it was PlayStation Experience this year. Mm -hmm. And it got granted, like, you know, for, I was talking to people about it, like, when we came back, and I'm like, you know, like how was it? And I was like, it was awesome, but I mean, like, uh, if you ever want to feel like the Beatles, you know what I mean? Do a PlayStation podcast for eight years and then go to a conference that's only PlayStation. Yeah. Because everyone there knew us and screamed beyond and was happy to meet us and talk to us and yeah. shake our hand and tell us, you know, that they liked our, what we did. And we had the biggest panel. We, you know, Podcast Beyond was the standing room only panel and people st stood outside and signed with us for like two hours, two yeah. and a half hours. And it was yeah, like... that was a cool experience. That was cool, let alone the fact that Colin and I understood and the audience didn't, that that was probably our last live event being Podcast Beyond, yeah. right? Like, yeah, that was the only unfortunate things we couldn't say anything yeah we, we knew at that point but we just couldn't say anything that was i think that's what made it extra special i think you're right yeah and then, i mean that one you know I, t I tear up obviously all the time on the show but like at the end of that episode i do too trying to express without expressing sure that you know you're best friends and this is how it all works yeah and yeah and so that was tough but it was awesome to be part of that and yeah everybody... and psx will never be that intimate again which is yeah i know which is it's like the the pro and con of it right of like oh it's such a great event everybody should come and now everybody's, everybody's gonna, gonna come, come and they're not gonna be like... a different event it's yeah. gonna become not more corporate but it's gonna Oh, a little more corporate, I think. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Kaporo Gami. That's a real inside joke. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, Charlie Gatson wrote in with a real question because he's been so supportive. He gets Thanks, it read Charlie. too. He says, "Greg, Colin, yeah, but especially Greg." I was like, "Wait, did I misread this?" No, Greg, Colin, especially Greg. I feel it's important to talk about something on your last episode that was also discussed on your first episode of Podcast Beyond, and that is mind fucking boggling. <laughs> The Last Guardian. <laughs> oh, no! Way. Will we ever? Will we hear news about its release this year? It's been a pleasure listening to you two for well over six years now. The podcast will never be the same without you. That's crazy. That is, and I believe it if it's from Charlie that we actually talked about Last Guardian in that episode. Was that announced that early? I mean, it would have been what three hundred and eighty weeks ago. I don't know what is that like seven years. It, I mean, maybe we talked about it. Maybe we talked about it. In, it I mean, it'd be eight years. Yeah. You figure uh, my eight-year anniversary would will would have been March first is my first official day of IGN, and then Beyond started a few months after that. And March first, two thousand seven. Yeah. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Two thousand seven. Jesus. Because <laughs> I started a few months after him. But I mean, maybe maybe it was mentioned in the 
what Team Eco is working on next. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. the kind of. That's wild. Gonna, this is the year. This is the year we see it or play it or it's a net. See what? it. We'll see it this year. Colin, I've known you for like four years and I think you've said this is the year every time. Well, it has to be the year this year, right? Broken clock's worst. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Get it together, Miller! It's your last episode! <laughs> broken clock's worst. Damn it! <laughs> broken clock works. Twice a day. A broken clock right. is right twice a day. I was trying to get there, guys. Thanks for pulling me across the finish line. <laughs> Good co-hosts. I like watching you just fumble around. I know, you're always a big fan. You always like to see that Superman's human after all. You know, a lot of times we talk about serious stuff here, and it's about time we talked about that I'm the unsung hero of Podcast Beyond. I'm the unsung <laughs> yeah, hero. You're the unsung you're the hero. unsung hero. Yeah. You're the unsung hero of anything. <laughs> That's the, you're definitely not the unsung hero of Literally anything. All right, so you're you're saying that you're saying this year we actually hear about it. We yes. actually will we get a release date? No. Wow. We'll see it, Marty. E3. What do they show you in Japan? Uh, What's behind the jokes closed about door? it? I think I think it was on deve- in development there. They and they they actually referenced it by name. So oh, right. yeah. they call actually, it Guardian. No, they call it Trico. Mm. Referenced by Trico, which is mm. like three ecos. Yeah. Yeah. What if that's what it was? It's just three ecos du- duct taped together. It's an ecosystem. That was good. See? That was really good. This is what you have to look forward to in Podcast Beyond. I'll be listening. And snakes. We're going to talk all uh, about snakes. I think you'll hear news about it this year, and I think you'll hear I think you'll hear a release date. Really? I think they'll three? finally. Yeah, I think it's so, time? too. Yeah, totally. Pull the trigger. They've worked on it a long They should have pulled the trigger. Or pull the trigger. Just I was going to say, they should have pulled the trigger probably yeah, behind the barn and old yeller day. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that's fine, too. That'd be so sad to see the bird dog get shot. Bird dog. I, is he going to still be in the game, you think? Yes. What okay. if it's just a, a 2D puzzle platformer with a twist? What I would really love, and I only started thinking about this recently, is if they canceled The Last Guardian and they're making a totally different game. And then And it was re-revealed as just something. Yeah, just something else. Yeah. And then and no, it wasn't clear like Team Eco's logos in the beginning or whatever, and everyone's like And at the end it's just a different title and a totally different game. It's Datura 2. Datura. They pick up Patapon. Datura, yeah. Datura. D A two Pick up Patapon. You want a Team Eco Patapon? I just want another Patapon. I could tell. I don't care how I get it. We'll get one someday. You think so? Yeah. No, cool. You can, uh, you can uh, kickstart it. Go fund me. That's not a bad idea. I tried to buy the license, I think, from Shoe once for $5, and he said no. We tried to buy the license for Blinks the Time Cat because it, uh, it went up like a month ago. Turns out that was expensive. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have that money. No. No. Phil Sinclair writes in and says, Beyond. 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 Greg Colley and Mark. God. <laughs> he misspelled Colin, so I'm not feeling too bad. Beyond Greg Colin and Marty from Jolly Old England. Oi! I never thought I would be writing this email to Greg and Colin's last shows. I'd like to thank you for all the amazing shows and fun times. I'm going to Japan in September for my honeymoon and also will be going to Tokyo Game Show. My question would be, where would you recommend visiting and eating while I'm there? Good luck in all your future endeavors and good luck, Marty. Phil Sinclair. Thanks, Phil. Um, Stay in Shibuya. Yeah, Stay in Shibuya. Train yeah. down to Makahari. That's messe. where the show is, the Messe Makahari. The, the Messe Makahari Messe. messe. That's the call. Uh, Getting messy. You don't want to stay in Makahari because it's it's super suburban. Like yeah. there's nothing yeah. there. It's like a it's like a corporate park. Yeah. Um, so take the train there, stay in Shibuya, and then obviously, you know, you can you can reach almost anywhere you want from Shibuya. Yeah, on the JR line. Uh, yeah, go to Akihabara. Obviously, if you're a if you're a video game fan, yep. that has super potato. potato. Um, Food wise, like I don't remember specific restaurants. But that's the thing is like hole in the wall, hole in the wall is, is is that's everything, and that's yeah. what you should do. Totally go, just all, never be afraid. You know what I mean? No. Just go to cool places that you think look cool. Yeah. Walk into the ramen machines and try to yeah, go off of the pictures so what you yeah, want to get it. And uh, the best thing about Japan is like I I would sort of learn very minimal Japanese going there. Like I, I would be able to like communicate in in 
you know, the most basic way. But people are super friendly. If you, if you, you know, reach out an inch, they'll go the rest of the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah, Japan's yeah, get some awesome. ramen, get some, some shushis. Yeah, sushi. 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 Oh, sushi. With the peaches and the spicy guacamole. Voluminous. Voluminous. I think it's voluminous. It is voluminous. I think our problem was we were saying voluminous. Okay, voluminous. We're back here. We're back. We nailed it. Yeah. All right, good. How does space work? (laughs) (laughs) Alfonso writes in, says Colin, Greg, Marty, any other special guests? That's Mike Aransky over there. Mike Aransky. Beyond. Sitting on a peach peach box. <laughs> they call them apple boxes. Uh, apple boxes, sorry. Beyond. You could fit a peach in that. You could put peaches in that box, yes. I mean, peaches and apples are roughly the same size, so. Yeah. You have something against. Peach. I've never actually seen a peach and an apple in the same place. Think about that. You don't go to the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> they only sell apples in the supermarket. You have to go to the specific special the peach, peach store. store. Go to the peach store. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure how long I've been listening to this show, but as early as late 2008, I remember the lineup was Greg, Colin, and Ryan. Since then, I've listened to every episode and have felt like I've grown with you guys, from a boy in middle school to a sophomore in college. Whoa. Oh, we're old. <laughs> oh my God, that, we're old. Is that you, oh! is that you Death? <laughs> so close. Sweet release. I'm writing to ask what your favorite memories of Beyond are and to share my own. Now I want. This is what we usually do, where we screw it up, and I read them aloud what his are, and then we can't think of our own. Okay. So I, I want to go with what ours are first. I'm gonna go first because I probably you you guys have more encyclopedic knowledge of the sure. show. Uh, as a fan, it was Beyond 300. Mm. That was amazing. Yeah. That was, that was, you know that was pro- one of the most probably the most incredible sort of fan meetup thing we've ever done. Yeah. Uh, at IGN. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just seeing the amount of people who flew across the country slash world to be here. Uh, you know, packing everyone in our in our lunchroom, doing the show there, the guests you brought on, going to Pete's, getting drinks. Yeah. You know, people the next day coming to the podcast at uh, Tempest. It was such an amazing weekend. Yeah. No, yeah. Beyond 300 will be always super special. Here comes my first cry. Oh, no, <laughs> We made it this far. No, that's fine. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> Thank you. No, I mean, yeah, like, uh, Beyond was crazy. Or 300, obviously. Mm-hmm. Beyond like, was crazy. Beyond was crazy. <laughs> Greg Miller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg Miller. He died when the show ended. Um... Yeah, 300 was amazing, and like that was the thing leading up to it. I knew how crazy it was going to be, because I always talked about 200, and 200 was like 300, but a little bit smaller, yeah. and 100 episodes before. But the thing was, like, that was in joke. 200 <laughs> went by so fast. I was in the moment planning and doing all the stuff, and you know, running around doing all these different things, and I'll never forget that at uh, 200, we ended with the Panda Musk video, right? Yeah. For The World Is Saved, another a Danny Weissner song, Panda, and then a whole bunch of other artists in the Beyond community had animated. Clements had set the whole thing up. And... When it ended, I stood up and we turned the lights back on and Devin Snead, an IGN super fan, was there and he was crying. Yeah. And I was like, why are you, none of it, I, I was so far in front of the emotional wall that it hadn't caught me. And he's like, I'm like, why are you crying? He's just like, this? Like, what this is? Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. You know, and he's like, no, and then whatever. And then we, we went and drank and we had a you know, party or whatever. And then for 300, like, it was like, I was so lost in it weeks before. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I did the, uh, uh, a, a blogger from my IGN came in early, and he's a, now just a freelance journalist. He came in and interviewed me about it, and I remember breaking down in tears in front of this stranger, you know, yeah. and just talking about it, and him asking me the question of like, "Is there a podcast beyond without Greg Miller?" And I said, "I hope so." You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want this to go away. Hold on, I'll pull out of it. I'm coming. I already have the one. It's like I, I get verklempt, and then I just can't talk in general, let alone, I can't even cry. But you know, like, that I, what, how special this community is. And then seeing it there at 300 with everybody there, and like when Chew came out, like, that's my memory. I wish I didn't do this. 
You talking about? Uh, my favorite memory is, uh, oh, we always talk about the PSN outage and... Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> Your favorite memory is the PSN outage. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that episode, went, so the PSN came back, it was like a Saturday night, I think. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we came into the, ep- the office to do the episode that night, and it was just off, that episode was off the rails. Well, we started drinking right as we, we got we, there. We started drinking, and then we were getting, call- we were calling people, like just, re- like, listeners were calling us, and we were calling them, whatever, and we yeah. were all celebrating, it was down for what seemed like fucking years, but it was like six weeks, I think. But yeah, it was, it was a Saturday night, so everyone we called was higher drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a great, but I, I remember, you know, I have like weird memories too. Like the very first time I was ever on Podcast Beyond was when I read the review guide for Fracture aloud, like in a dramatic reading. <laughs> and this was like that in, was how we opened a show. Yeah, yeah where it was like uh, we brought on you. You were an American history expert, Cal Moriarty, because that was just Talking like about, all yeah. the audience really knew about you from your tattoos and who you were. And yeah, we had you read uh, yeah Jet Brody's story about <laughs> going down the mighty Mississippi after the <laughs> guns had changed the terrain <laughs> of the earth. Um, I remember that. I, re- I remember, you know, I remember getting asked to be on beyond early, like before 100, and then slowly becoming, you know, in the in the 105, 106, 107, somewhere in there, like the I think, like just never going away. Yeah. And uh, and so I, you know, it's it's weird because I just ha- I have like all of these flashes of memories of of um, specific episodes or specific times. I mean, the times we had with Clements. Um, and Goldfarber, I think, were really special, especially for us um, having taken ownership of the show at that point. And so, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of great memories. There's no bad yeah. memories of yeah. Podcast Beyond. I never like had a Podcast Beyond. Be like, every time you know. the f- we had to set the goddamn thing up. <laughs> God damn it, God! When Clements left and it was all on me to make that sh- work, I f- hated life. We'd start the show. I'd be furious. I'd be cursing, and everything would be wrong. How many times did you guys ever lose episodes? Never. Really? We're super lucky. Wow. Yeah. That's almost, the crazy I don't think thing I've ever been a part of a podcast that hasn't lost an episode. The crazy thing is we almost lost that episode. That was the closest we ever got to losing an episode. I'll never forget was the, the PSN outage episode. Did it fail? I'll, I'll never forget. forget. Like it, it something froze. He'll never we, forget. I don't even remember. We, I'll, ne- I'll never forget because we were like, oh shit. Because the episode was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember the, the garage band was like crashing or something, and it did end up saving it and then crashed or whatever. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then we opened, I was like, like yeah. that, that episode, that was like the a lot, like it's like one of the essential yeah. things of, of yeah, Beyond yeah, yeah. the War that yeah. might have never been heard by anyone. Right. Yeah. yeah That's so like when you podcast intoxicated. Yep. No, it's what happens when <laughs> nowadays, when, is 10 when, years when old. podcast <laughs> Beyond or podcast unlocked and tech fetish, and none of these people delete their old episodes. There's like preserving them for history. Like, no, the, the templates. They're up on the. I'm already up on the internet. They're already floating around my face right now. I'm just grabbing podcasts out of the air. But the problem is that nobody That's deletes be to do them. A and nobody deletes them, and so they just clog up the inter- the thing, and then they crash out, and then everything goes. When it starts happening, just start deleting. Sure. Go in there. I've deleted thousands of McCaffrey podcasts. He's never noticed. Somebody's got to. God He's damn gonna it. notice someday. Uh, going back to 200. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Goldfarb attended 200. Right. As a fan. Yep. Obviously, eventually got hired, became a cast member. 300, correct me if I'm not wrong, Miranda Sanchez attended. Sounds right. Yeah, sounds right. As a fan, is now an IGN editor. Yeah. We're planning Who's 400. Next? You think someone from 400 is going to... Well, we, we somebody had asked this question a while back of who did we think that we had met from this. Because like, I always tell a story of, like, when we meet somebody, you can tell yeah. if they're going to make it. And I always tell a story of, you know, like, the, I, you know, five years ago now, I went and did a Portillo's meet and greet on oh, a yeah. Thanksgiving... And I got can't just have a meal. Nope, can't just have a meal. 
And uh, my mom, <laughs> my mom's driving me to Portillo's, and I check Twitter, and there's this guy in there named Brian. He's like, "Hey, I'm already here. Do you want us to do me and my girlfriend here? Can we do anything?" I'm like, "Yeah, push tables together." And I got there, and that was Brian Albert. Yeah. He had driven overnight from Iowa, left at like three in the morning to come yeah. say hi to us and ate this. And he talked to me, and I remember being like, "This kid's gonna make it." And then yeah. like when Casey went and taught it. A journalism course yeah. for like a class or whatever at uh, University of Iowa he came back he's like there's this guy there I'm like is it Brian Albert and he's like yeah and I'm like yeah. you just know and the same thing at 200 200 if you you remember I don't know why you would or if you yeah. heard the story like when we went to the bar that night Vince came up to me and he's like hey I'm a big fan I just wanted you to know I snuck in yeah. and I was like what he's like I didn't RSVP for this I just moved across the country to do this I'm inspired partly by you guys and I'm like, you're going to make it. And like, yeah. it, we started giving him freelance work, and that's the whole thing. And so then when we talk about that, I look back and I think of Jimmy Champagne all the time, right? Yeah. Like, Jimmy Champagne is one of those people, Mr. Champagne, like all these people yeah, who popped Champagne. up on the podcast, 300, like, yeah, you'll make it. But, it was, yeah. yeah, by the time we get to 400, to see how the landscape will change and what new people will rise up to be there, yeah. it's going to be crazy. What if, what if a dog goes to, to 400 and we get a dog cast member? That'd be really cool. Yeah. Portillo would be really upset that yeah. he got passed <laughs> over somehow, but... The first dog of IGN. He's on, he's on his way out anyway. No, he's not. not <laughs> he's, yet. he's definitely getting old. I got dark. The he darkest really is getting old. Yeah. He's getting old. He's Ten blind. Years, he makes a lot of years. mouth noise. Yeah. Oh, I'm blind and I make a lot of mouth noise. There you go. See? Uh, <laughs> getting back to Alfonso's favorite memories. One, I want to make sure. He goes, one of the best memories is from the legendary PSN return episode with Kelly, who sounds sweet. <laughs> oh, ah, gets me every time. <laughs> You I need to go back and listen to this. It's Kelly. We called, oh, it's we so called this is where it gets weird. We called a guy named Zach. And it, he's talking to us, and there's a girl jibber jabbing in the background. We're like, who is that? He's like, it's my girlfriend, Kelly. And we're like, can we talk to her? And he, he, like, he puts the phone down, like, we want to talk to you. And she's like, what? And she, like, and she gets on the phone, and she's like, hello? And I'm like, hey, hey, hey Kelly, you sound sweet. <laughs> right? And that was, I guess, before I was like, who, what's your name? She's like, it's because she was just drunk on a Saturday night. And then I asked her some questions. She just goes, oh, what? <laughs> and it's not that exaggerated, but literally but she's become- like, what? And like, there's like a moment of silence, and then college just blurs, oh, what? And then that just became, that just became a thing for the rest of our lives. That now. is amazing. Uh, another one was the Great Trophy Horror War, where I would tune oh, in each man. week to find out the battle, the battle between Colin, the Toby Ziggler of IGN, and Greg. The Toby Ziggler. He's awesome. leaving out, of course, yeah. Jack DeVries, Scott Bromley. Who Scott won, Bromley won the tro- Great Trophy we, we, War. We corner the, we the Great Trophy stupid. Horror War was so stupid because we totally screwed ourselves. We had all the easy trophies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, we had to so, play yeah. every game. Yeah, it was like from this date, how oh, we can get the most yeah. trophies. And so it was we like already February had Hannah Montana or something else. Like that. Yeah. It was yeah. like a long time. That was such a disaster. That was such a disaster. That was in the old office. Every one of our significant others hated us. Sure. And we come home like, no, I gotta, I gotta play. Cloudy with the chance of meatballs. <laughs> I gotta play detuned. <laughs> and Frogger returns. It was but we did it. How long? How, like how long the span was it? A, a it was month. a month. Yeah, Jeez. it was a month of that. And you eventually just gave up because Mega Man came out, right? Yeah, Mega Man Ten came out. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I can't do this anymore. Uh, and then uh, Alfonso's final ones here. Uh, there are little things as well, such as Collins' quote, "Not a prayer." Response to the question of Obama getting reelected. <laughs> <laughs> that is so people. That is that is such a fair because that was during. I think that was during Beyond Two Hundred, wasn't it? I think so too, yeah. When someone's like, well, Bob, I get reelected, I was like, not a prayer. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> and then Greg telling uh, Ryan to take us home every episode. So those are great memories. Those are good memories. Uh, you want a letter to Shuhei? Hey, Shuhei. That's good. That's going to be your new segment. Yeah. Hey, Shuhei. <laughs> uh, this one comes from Brian, we'll say. It doesn't look like he signed <laughs> off. Uh, Beyond. 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 Dear Shuhei Yoshida, I love my PlayStation 4 and everything about PlayStation, but please. Let me delete my trophies. They are breaking the game immersion and universe, and I find them arbitrary to me enjoying the games, as if a trophy in itself is not an arbitrary thing. 
I know other, others enjoy them and more power to them, but I definitely do not. I think people should have the option to do with their game systems as they want and not be forced to have a system they don't like. I know I can turn off notifications. Also, let me change <laughs> our, say, well, also yeah. let us change our PSN names. Thanks, Colin, Greg, and taking a guest, Brian. No, Marty. Nope. <laughs> Good luck with everything else. Yeah, just turn off notifications. Yeah. What else do you want to do? The trophies are just there. You don't, don't have to, have to turn off. You don't have to turn off all notifications. You can just click the trophy box, yeah, right? I'm not wrong about that. I, yeah, I think you could turn off trophy notifications. Absolutely. I, I want you to know that it personally hurts me, the fact that I and this is just a, a, a product of what my job was, right? Mm-hmm. PlayStation 3, I could still walk you backwards, forwards, through the cross-media to printer sure. settings or anything yep. else. But PlayStation 4, if you remember, the February event was my final like PlayStation thing before I shoved off and went just to be a host. Yeah. And so, like, I love my PlayStation 4, but, like, you can just turn off the trophy notifications, right? Like, it's like yeah, I yeah. don't know that system yeah. well enough. And, like, when I like, we're doing live streams and I got to jump in and be like, I need to mute something here. I, is yeah, it under sound or is it yeah. under the controller? I don't know. I don't know. Marty, how much time do we have? We, we just keep, going? We can just keep going. All right, there's, no, there's no end. This is data. Data's free. Data's free. It's just floating around. My Dwayne Gransky, we, writes We can in. keep going, right? My Garansky doesn't care. My Garansky like, doesn't care. Look at my Garansky. He's like, what like, the hell's going on He's right sitting now. on that peach box no yeah. more, I'll tell you what. Uh, Dwayne writes in and says, Hey, Greg, Colin, and Marty. Thank you for providing us, providing us with such a great podcast on a weekly basis. It's been a fun ride. My question for you on your final show is this. If you could only choose one PlayStation console, PS1, 2, 3, 4, PSP, and Vita, to keep you occupied, occupied for the rest of your gaming days, which would it be and why? You have full access to each console's libraries. However, HD remakes... And using PSN, PlayStation Now, to download older games from a previous console generation is not allowed. He thought through it all. He's Wait, n- but no, he didn't. Launch PS3. Boom. Because you played PS1 and PS2 games. Yeah, that's a good call. Right? For argument's sake, can you just... <laughs> can you act like he put it in there? You oh. don't have the silver-banded yeah. PS3. Uh, wow, that's tough. I would probably... I, mean, I love all of those consoles. I, but, I mean, the new experiences on PS4, I'd probably just stick with PS4 and see what the future holds. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. What if, you know, it turns out that the EMP goes off, but your TV and PS4 still work, so you never get more games, <laughs> but you have that stuff. So yeah, you would be, be very library. I guess I'd be playing a lot of Killzone Shadowfall. You don't have a, you don't have a full-fledged <laughs> library. God help us. God help us. What would you, okay, so remove PS4 of those three. What would you choose? Or in the handhelds, too. Um, yeah, you put the handhelds on there. PS3, probably. Because then you can get PS1 Classics and PS2 Classics. No, you can't. Didn't you say you can't? Yeah. What are you talking about? And using PSN, PlayStation Now to download games is not possible. Not allowed. Oh, wait, can you still play PSN? Wait, so you can't like, play PSN still play games? He said, look, Sens I don't like this. Next question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I <doubt it. laughs> that's, that's, that's just a ridiculous PlayStation Network. However, HD remakes and using PSN slash PlayStation Now to download older games from a previous console oh, okay. generation. Okay, PS3. PS3. Fine, done. Play Horde all day. Oh, yeah, don't get your treasure. Don't play Horde. What? You don't like Horde? I, Horde's fine, but don't... Like, I'm, I think I'm going to go PS1. Arguably the best game of all time. PS1, I'm going to have uh, Crash Warped, Tumba, Gex 2, Enter the Gecko. Devil Dice. Devil Dice, every Square game. Pandemonium. Panda Muskium. That's I know pretty him. good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Where do you go from here? No, I'm thinking about what I want. I never said which system I wanted. I'm saying no to PS1 because it ages poorly and doesn't look great. Sorry to break it to you. It doesn't. Terrible. Terrible people. What are you talking about? It doesn't. It doesn't age great. I'm oh, I, I thought you were saying you did. Okay, sorry. You jumped down my throat for it. I thought you were trying to fight me. Get out of his throat. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, PS2, I felt like I played a lot. 
Yeah. And I feel like the games I skip that I don't have, like, a lot of JRPGs in there, I don't know if they, they would speak to me enough to go back and do it. Wild Arms, man. So then I'm to PS3, yeah. which, again, I covered here, so I have, I ha I've played a large selection of the PlayStation 3 library. I think I can make a case for Vita. Mm. I think there's a lot of games, I still haven't played Sword Art Online. You can make a case for PSP, too. But again, PSP, I was here th through it. I was the PSP guy. PSP is, like, my bro, my baby. I still love my PSP Go. Is it your bro or your baby? It's both. Can they not be? Can be both? Baby bro. I don't think that's possible. Unless you. Well, I don't um, mean like in a. In a uh, unless you. Well, I don't even want to go down to how that would be possible. Okay. It would be a little messed up. I think. Okay. Okay. But uh, PSP is another one. <laughs> I feel like I know. I know everything about. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm good with the PSP. I'll say Vita, just because I think there's a lot of stuff I still haven't played on Vita. Sure. Just haven't had the God time. bless that Vita. Huh? I love that Vita. That's what I was thinking. Playing, laying in bed the other day, playing Persona. I'm just like, damn. Like, come on. I like you, Vita. What a system this thing is. You know what I'm saying? I Marty Sleva. I know what you're saying. Colin. Yes. You have a question about your, and I'm just going to be vague on this one. Uh oh. The PS3 is in your lifetime. Wait, the PS3 is in your lifetime? Yep. Best IGN memories. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of sappy letters. <laughs> you can have a sappy letter or you can have any of the other two. Let's do a sappy letter. Oh, Jesus. All right. I did not expect that from It's you. actually just full of... Uh, Thank you. It's just like sticky and full of <laughs> tree blood or whatever sap is. Yeah. Tree is blood. tree blood? Yeah. yeah. As far as I understand. I saw that's the show about vampires. I'm a, bo I, I, I'm a botanist. And yeah. This is certainly, <laughs> I'm a botanist. And it, and it is certainly tree blood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wasn't prepared for you to say sappy, so now I just need to find a good sappy. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's, yeah. there's a lot of letters I put this in is, here. This is theater of the mind now. You were just saying things. You didn't even, you didn't even mean that. I really, you know, I'm just kind of on autopilot. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else really tired? Uh, da, 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 da. All right, here we go. We're just going to jump into Andrew Street's letter. Okay. Which was good enough to make it on here, but I don't have anything highlighted, so I don't know where we're going. Don't worry. Beyond. 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 Greetings, Greg, Colin, and Marty. I just wanted to write and tell you guys thanks, as I'm sure many fans will do. Thank you for the laughs, the entertainment, the tears, and the experience. God damn it. I was close in this one. Experience of being part of the place to... <laughs> Experience of being a part of a community so strong and passionate that it's unbelievable. Greg and Colin. God damn it. Let me read. Yeah. Greg and Colin, it started as just a podcast when I first started listening. Little did I know you guys would become what almost feels like great friends. Though there's more to it than that. You guys became people I look up to and respect. I guess you guys became sort of... Sword Art Online. I guess you guys became... <laughs> I guess you... I'm going to do what you do, Greg. I guess you guys became sort of became heroes to me. You guys are and, and I'm damn it's proud just, of that. You, I, I hate it when I'm reading a letter and it's something in the letter that throws me off and then I just look like an idiot. <laughs> so I gotta point out to the world this person screwed up, not me. Because I screw up enough. You both have inspired me to be more outgoing, more confident, take risks, and try new things both in video games and out. You've helped me do college stress, fights, long commutes, everything. You guys truly are heroes to me and you know how, you, how they say you don't meet your heroes. Well, I had the pleasure of meeting you guys at New York Comic Con and hopefully PAX East. And I was moved at how much you guys cared for us, the fans. Standing and talking or taking pictures with each and every one of us, eager to discuss anything. Of course, Marty was there too and might possibly be one of the nicest people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Oh. And I have no doubt that he is the right fit to take the reins of Beyond. I agree too with that. So thank you guys for everything. Though your run on Beyond is over, the new content on YouTube and Patreon has been awesome. I'm excited to be along for the journey with both of you, Tim and Nick, of course. Best wishes and Beyond, Andrew Street. Very nice. Thanks, Very Andrew. nice letter, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. All right. Back to the PlayStation question. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought that was the end. Usually you ask a question when it's over. Yeah, well, I, just, I, want, I think I was just trying to uh, give somebody else the pressure. Sure. Put it on somebody else. How many you questions want, do you have? How many questions do you want to do? You want to do one more? Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Okay. All right. Let's do two more. Let's do the, uh, let's do the, the PlayStation one, and then we'll do IGN Memories. Got it. Alex Irish writes in, and that's a great name. That is good. 
Hey, Greg, Colin, and the ever-brotating third chair, Martin Sleva. Whoa. Is your name fully Martin? Yeah, real? Martin Christopher Sleva. Gotcha. Is Marty McFly's name Martin? Uh, Presumably. I, don't, he's not, I mean, he's not real. Is he? Well, not real, but I he's mean... Real he me, a, he's real to me, damn it! He's real to me, damn it! He was a Jim Henson uh, creature workshop creation. <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is that true? I think no, that's not piece. true. <laughs> Seeing as this is tragically Greg and Collins' final beyond his regulars, I want to ask the question before they go. How many PlayStation 3 systems have you guys gone through due to breakdowns and defects? I myself have gone through three 60 gig models, two of them succumbing to the yellow light of death and the latter having a broken disk drive at one point. I'm on my third system since July 2012 and it recently overheated and shut itself off twice in less than a month. Wow. Meanwhile, I've had two Xbox 360s in total. They have never red ringed on me. I merely upgraded to the slim. People complain all the time about the 360's red ring of death. Honestly, not really in the last six years. <laughs> Thanks for stepping out of here. He's like, oh man, Greg and Colin are leaving after Podcast Beyond episode 85. Uh, they ain't got nothing on my PS3. Thanks for all you do and Godspeed to Greg and Colin on their journey. Number of PS3s we burned out. A lot at work, but not... Yeah, yeah what about personal at, ones? At home, I didn't even own a PS3 until the Slim came out in 09, so... Um, as we infamously used to talk about on, on podcast, yeah, not infamously, famously, we, we had the huge conversations about that, about when it was the right time, about the pricing. Yeah. My whole thing back in the day was that I refused to pay more than $300 for a PlayStation 3. I was like, PlayStation 3 is worth $300, and I'm not paying any more than $300 for it. Yeah. And I could afford it at 4 or 5 but it was just like, I'm not buying it. Yeah. Like, I wanted to speak with my wallet as I often yeah. tell people to do. I, so I waited my slim storks. I waited till the MotorStorm bundle that they did and price drop with that. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it ever broke. And I never upgraded it, yeah, so yep. it, was, it was the one I had forever, right? Yeah. Oh, no, I did upgrade it once. Why did I upgrade it? It did break. It broke when you were watching Sopranos. Right, and so the I, Sopranos disc is gone in history because the, you cannot get anything out oh, of it. Oh, for a second I thought you said while well, you're watching Sabrina, and I was like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yeah, he's watching those yeah. those DVDs. Yeah. I said, no, it was just, I got a sad text message. I forget where I was. I think I was in Columbia or whatever. You texted, you're like, yeah, I just killed it. It's got my Sopranos. So then it, <laughs> then it would be this weird thing of like, he's like, oh, man, she sent it away to get fixed. And, he's like, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, you ask him to try to get my Sopranos <laughs> disc back? I'm like, I'm trying, Kyle. It's I'm all doing right. everything I, I can. Those, those DVDs were actually given to me uh, by Hillary. Oh, Hillary Goldstein, of course. So I didn't buy them, and I, for, I regretted that the disc was around, but I had seen the Sopranos already, yeah. and I was just watching them again for fun. What's well, good? Sure. So yeah, that happened. IG and EI burned out a couple. Well, yeah. I mean, the infamous story for me with burned out units, is, do you have a, did you burn out a PS3 at all? No, I got mine the day uh, Guns of the Patriots came out. Oh, nice. And still the one I... Did you get the gunmetal gray one? Nope. Gunmetal, just black. Gun, just black, like a handle of a gun. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the story I always think about when I think about burned out systems is the infamous uh, when Roper was our boss. When Roper took over the PlayStation team, and then it was me and Clements underneath him. Uh, he Roper, of course, takes this job. You know, ascends up the ladder to take control of the team, and uh, he's just got a he's got so much pressure on him. I remember he didn't he didn't go to lunch for like a month. Just he didn't have time because he was trying to figure out like all his responsibilities and live up to the, you know, responsibility that Dunham had left because obviously there was huge shoes to fill. And uh, Clements had just started still. He was still super, super fresh. And so uh, Clements was reviewing some, we, I want to say, what is the, I, you know, I won't even, I think it was the emergency game that came out on PS2 that was like, you know, like, the, it, it, it was an emergency? No, it was like after a disaster report? Something like that where it was after, a fl after an earthquake there was a flood and you had to like navigate Fracture. around. No, not fractured. Doesn't matter. Uh, we got it early and we were running on a debug system. And so Clements got it and he put it in and he started playing it and it broke the system. Like the system just stopped working. 
And he turned to Roper and he's like, hey, like, even Clements, when he came on, was super shy, super apologetic. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, excuse me, Chris, like, uh, this, and, and Roper's like, that's not possible. Like, uh, there's, a debug disk has never broken a system. It's not possible. I'm sure something's wrong with it. Tried again. Tried again. It didn't work. He was like, and Roper's like, all right, just take mine. Just take mine and do it, right? Because, like, Roper's doing a million things. He come and he put it in there and put it on and it broke Roper's. <laughs> and he came back and he's like, it broke yours. And Roper's like, that, no. And he got up and he went over there and he couldn't get, he couldn't get to work. He grabbed another one and put it down and put it in and it broke that system too. And Roper's just like, and he ejects it out and he just takes the disc and breaks it in half, <laughs> throws it down and walks back to his desk and Clements is just like sitting there. Like that was supposed Can to be I his whole, fired? that was his whole day and he's just like, I don't know what to do now. Like, you know, I'm like, just email the people who sent you the disc, tell them what's happening. Whoa, That's whoa. amazing. But that was that. My mm -hmm. boss broke it in half. Yeah. All right. Your final question of Podcast Me on episode 381. The palindrome. What? Is it a palindrome? 381? It's not a palindrome. No, not no, I, I thought so. I had the wrong <laughs> definition of a palindrome for a second. It's an onomatopoeia, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. As far as I understand. This room comes from Wiga Chen. He says, Dear Greg, Colin, and Marty. Hi. Beyond. Beyond. My name is Wiga Chen, writing from Taiwan. I've been a long-time listener and a big fan of Podcast Beyond for years. It is sad for me to hear that this week will be Greg and Colin's final episode. Therefore, I must write in and pay my respects and thanks for the wonderful job you two have done for all these years. Thank you so much and Beyond. 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 And since this will be my last chance to write in and ask questions, I have two of them. Number one, my girlfriend Peggy, my girlfriend, has always been a handhold, has always been a handheld console gamer. While we play video games together all the time, she is always on our Vita or 3DS playing games on her own, and I'm on the PS3 or PS4. It makes me feel separated from time to time. So, are there any good games you guys can recommend as a great fit for co-op on PS3 or PS4? Thanks and beyond. A good co-op game, PS3 or PS4. Obviously, Pixel Junk Shooter jumps to mind. Yeah, Shooter works. Yeah. Um, what? I don't know. It's just you said obviously. That wasn't obviously. That was a, a, good, a good PSN download. Games, Pixel yeah. Junk Shooter. Yeah. Um, you play, you fly the things together. Yeah. Little Big Planet's always a great pick. Yeah. Uh, Mod Nation Racers. That's not sure. co-op. You'll kill each other doing that. Uh, well, co-op and yeah, I mean, I, Dead, I, I, Dead Nation. Dead Nation works. But I was gonna say, I mean, it's not co-op. It's it's competitive. I guess you could do a co-op in the campaign. Maybe it would be um, Towerfall. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm. Um, a lot of good downloads. A lot yeah, of good downloads. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, of of playing games with significant others. Not necessarily even multiplayer games, but uh, I played through Catherine. My <laughs> at the time. Uh, I played through a lot of Telltale games, and those are sort of fun to just sure. making the decisions together. Telltale is a great example, yeah. yeah. Like it's, a, it's a story game, so even though you're the player, you're not doing too much. Something pops up, oh, what do we do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's how Damon plays all the Telltale yeah. games. Yeah, those are fun. I like that, Damon. All right, there you go. Mm-hmm. His second question, if it's not too personal to ask, could you tell us what are some of your best memories at IGN and how you and Colin have come together as great colleagues and great friends? Thanks and beyond. Beyond. Uh, it is too personal, so we're not going to go into it. That's just, that's the end of that. <laughs> best IGN memory, so not just limited to Podcast Beyond. I don't know. I mean, we, we've, we've talked about a lot of them before. I mean, I kind of, like... There's just a lot of them. I mean, I remember the first time I met Clements. We started on the same day, July 16th, 2007. It was the same day Ryan Geddes started as well. And I'll never forget we had to go to like HR together. This is when Fox owned the company still yeah. to meet up with people, and, you know, get your binder and your information, whatever you need. And I remember Geddes and I were just dressed in like t-shirts and jeans. Like we were kind of familiar with the gaming industry and I had been an intern at IGN so I knew like what the culture here was. It was yeah, really yeah. kind of me just like coming home and and I remember Clements was in like a, a, a suit. <laughs> and like his tie. Yeah. And I was like so fun. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. And uh, he ended up being one of my great friends. Um, just a lot. I mean, there's, there's just really random, silly memories. The, the, 
the brilliant thing about IGN, without being too specific, is that it really is one of those places you work in your 20s or in your 30s or whatever, and there is camaraderie and friendship yeah. and yeah, family. Yeah. Um, and it was, an, as I always tell people, I, I, know I left on my own accord, which is when we, you did too, and like we, we could have stayed here for maybe as long as we wanted to. I don't know. It's like, but I always look back and be like, IGN was an amazing way to spend my 20s. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I was 18 when I started freelancing. I was 19 when I was an intern. And I was 22 when I was hired, and I left when I was 30. You know? Mm-hmm. I was associated with this website for a very long time. Yeah. And so, I mean, memory, I mean, I'll never forget. I was, an, I was an intern. The first time I came out to IGN, I was 18. I was only here for a, a couple of weeks, I think, doing some stuff. And I was so long ago, it was two offices ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I'm the only person in this office except for Nick's that was ever in that office. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, it's incredible, like, how long the tendrils go back. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention when I came back, we were in the office in Brisbane. And I don't know, man. I mean, it's, I'll always remember and... and hold IGN in the highest regard for the things they've done for me. Yeah. It's not so much about the memories that I brought with me as much as it was about the friendships and the relationships that I built. Yeah. Um, and the knowledge that I gained, the systemic knowledge I gained from IGN. I thought I knew games when I came here and I did, but I really know games now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, And yeah. it was because you just have to. I remember when I got here and Craig Harris would quiz me on who developed the game I was talking about. And I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It so matters. <laughs> and like, you now, obviously, eight years later, you look back like, oh, of course it does. Yeah. But like at the time, you didn't think about it, right? Yeah. In the same way, I always talk about it like. Does somebody who, like, that was the big thing with Last of Us, right? Are people going to understand that the people who made Uncharted made this, and that's why they should yeah, care yeah. about it or do something with it? Uh, for me, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, in terms of memory, like, we've talked about a million Beyond ones, obviously, here, and you've heard me on GameScape before, too. Um, but it's camaraderie, for sure. I always think back to E3s. I always think back to, uh, the, like, how stressful E3 is, what a pressure cooker it is, but how that's when you feel like you all become part of this mm-hmm. team, and that's when it works. And that was, the, you know, like... Yeah, that was you guys started. You started the day after it, right? When you guys did or whatever, is that right? What we well, said e- in July. July I started. It was it was a couple weeks. Okay, but yeah. I mean, this is when G three E three used to be older. Oh. Wasn't nobody here the first? Yeah, day? no one was here. Yeah, it must have been because it, I thought they. We yeah, had it must have Santa Monica E three. Yeah, exactly. It was. It was. But I remember like that was the thing for me of like getting into that area and then like because you, like you're hanging out and I I remember like I remember everything obviously but like when I got off the plane and like. The plane took me. Uh, the cab took me right to IGN. Oh, the plane would have taken you right to IGN. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but like seeing the mountain of uh, the mountain of you know South San Francisco, just like that was so unlike any terrain I'd ever seen being in the Midwest. Yeah. And then getting there and taking photos to send my parents. Like there's palm trees in the front of this office. Like are yeah. you kidding me? And then like Roper gave me my tour and took it upstairs and uh like the package room. And I was and he's like yeah packages come in. Oh here's one for me. And I was like. I can't wait till I get packages. Till somebody knows to send me something here. You know what I mean? Now every time you get mail, you're just like, oh. oh God, yeah, <laughs> the doorbell rings. Portillo goes crazy. I gotta yeah. stop at live stream. We yeah, go get yeah, a goddamn yeah. package. But like, there was that like sense of like I was there and I had made it and this was what I'd always wanted to do, but I wasn't like ingrained yet mm-hmm. into it. And so to go to E3 and have stories with people and have inside jokes that came and did all that stuff and then have that extrapolate out years and years. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. where we always talk about the fact of where like. We were always friends, our friend Lee, when you came. But like that was that E3 where we got drunk and then broke in through the back of the E3 war room, backed up to a sales party, and like there was a curtain between them. And this is before they would invite IGN editors to go to sales party. So when their party for good ended, reason. yeah, well, I, yeah, exactly for good reason. When the party ended, Colin and I pulled back the curtain and crawled in there, and they still had the full bar there, yeah. and they had these giant tables with the old IGN logo in it, the yeah. old IGN logo in them, because that was still the IGN logo at the time. And you and I sat down there, 
started drinking whiskey or bourbon. Now I don't even remember. We didn't know. We didn't know what we were doing back then. But we took. This is like one of the most disgusting things, showing you how young and stupid we were. But they had vases in the middle of the table that were like just giant cups. We filled it with whiskey <laughs> and then just passed it back and forth. At some point, we decided to take off our shirts because like people were coming in and we we started a trend. People were there now editorial. But we were doing it and Colin and I are just getting drunk at this table and like if this is the table, we are just pounding on the logo, talking about how much that logo means to us and what IGN means to us. That's when we knew we were the same, you know, person, cut from the same cloth. Obviously, I'm the crybaby side of it. He's the man side of it. <laughs> that's, that's, not a, that's not how cloths work. Yeah. There's, a man like a side every, there's a man side to every cloth. <laughs> I love the idea. One half of it's like a really like soft blanket, the other half is just like sandpaper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, that was when we knew we had that same spirit. You know what I mean? And that was a big moment for us. And then our friendship took off from there, obviously, with the help of Beyond and everything else. But like that, yeah, camaraderie is what it was all about. Absolutely, yeah. We there would be no Craig and Colin without Podcast Beyond, and uh, in any meaningful way. Yeah. And even though our friendship is, Greg and Greg and I are famous friends now. I mean, we're we, we're you know we're we're like famous Daves. Yeah. I don't mean, I don't mean famous and I, mean, I, like, I know what you mean. You know, and like a really ride or die for each other, and that really does come from Podcast Beyond. Yeah. Um, and. The relationship and the things we built, and we moved in together, and we just are always together. And like Greg, really, I know a lot of people find it hard to believe, but like Greg doesn't annoy me. You know, like Greg doesn't. I'm around Greg all the time, every day of my life. I can't get away from him. You know, like, <laughs> but the things I don't really want to. Yeah. You know, and like I've never really felt that way about anyone. Even the people I'm very close to, like I've lived with, and I want to, I want to fucking kill them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, like Ramon is like one of my my. Ramon. Best friends from college, like one of my one of my boys, like we lived together and we wanted to fucking kill each other. Yeah, yeah. Like I've never I've never felt that way about Greg. Like there, podcast beyond. We've given you guys a lot. You tell us with podcast beyond, but you've given us a lot too. Like you gave me like one of the meaningful friendships in my life, um, and we get to go and do what we're doing now together. So you know, Greg and I are bound by the hip. I think forever. Yeah, I don't, I'm not so sure that that's ever. It'll, it'll end every relationship we ever have. <laughs> I'm not so sure it's ever going to change. And like we owe, we owe. It's because of this place and because yeah. of this podcast yep. Yep. that uh, that that happened. It wasn't because we were in the same building or we were in. You know, there's more to it than that. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it wasn't just happenstance. It was. It was a very weird thing. It's a very weird thing. I haven't really. I haven't sat down and thought about it too much. I mean, when I see old pictures of us from 2007 or 2008, or like I think back to when we we were we were still married. I mean. Yeah. We would go to Patchy's and you would say f-ing terrible things to people on the street. and, and uh, So time. literally nothing's changed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I'll if I would make the same choices I've made back then as far as what I would oh scream God. at people. He was so funny, dude. I was, he I was, was really funny. I was drunk that night. We were young. We were young and silly. And I love I love the old pictures and the old memories. And right. I mean, the, the thing I always talk about is the, you know, I got here and was able to build Greg Miller or whatever you want to call it, my career. You know, that's the easiest way, I guess. And what I would go on to become, and everything's because of what IGN gave mm-hmm. me. But I got here, you know, and I feel like I was the first one. And Damon had, was here too, but I got here, and I was the first person who got here and was like, "I grew up with this. This is all I've ever wanted to do." You know what I mean? Like I don't. The guys who were already working there, Craig and Dunham and Roper and Bubble, you know what I mean? Like they had been there pretty much since the beginning mm-hmm. before this was a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like video game journalism and IGN and GameSpot and all these different things. That wasn't a thing for them growing up where for me it was. And I had known forever I wanted to do that. So when I got there, I was really tip of the sword on you, Geddes. Damon was here too, but Damon obviously has a degree in music and did other things too. Like 
there was I, we were the people who came in like this is all we ever want to do. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it as best as we can. Let's like stay up till three in the morning. Let's come in on Saturdays and do stupid podcasts in the middle of the night because the PlayStation Network's back. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. that was the camaraderie we had. And so many people. Yeah, and I think what I love about you know especially the the relationship Greg and I built together professionally was that our the way we were able to combine with each other in some sort of broke ass Voltron kind of. <laughs> collaboration is that we allowed each other to do the things we wanted to do. Greg wanted to be in front of the camera. I wanted to write. You know what I mean? And Greg gave me an opportunity to write about the thing I wanted to write about most, which was PlayStation. And I took those channels over so that Greg could be in the camera. You know what I mean? And so it was like a very hand-washy kind of like... Symbiotic relationship. Yeah, like where it was like we, we are yin and yang. We're very different. Greg and I are very different. That's why I know that opposites do attract. And it's like, and it's something that, it's real. Mm-hmm. It's real to me, damn it. <laughs> you know, like if that. you say it one more time, he's going to come out of a beer. Yeah, I hope, I hope so. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like Bloody Mary. He was that guy. <laughs> it's Bloody Mary. So, yeah, I mean, like that, I'll never forget that too about how we just helped each other right. get to the next place we needed to be. Yeah. And I'm not sure, I don't want to speak for Greg, but I wouldn't be here without Greg. I don't, oh, I don't no, and no. I don't know that, I don't know how Greg would be where he was without me either I because agree. it's like, we just took shit off of each other's plate over and over and over again. When Greg got sick, I stepped up for him. When, when I wanted to start doing more on camera stuff, Greg helped me, like, and here we are, yeah. somehow. Yeah. Alive, yeah. somehow. And, Tag team, like yeah. the rockers. And I don't want, like, I don't, you know, I don't want people to under like underestimate like what that means to me. You know, podcast beyond means a lot to me, and it'll always mean something to me. I'll always respond to the beyond. We're always gonna get it. Right? Yeah, yeah we're, as we're long as we're in the public eye and doing what we're doing now, like, yeah. we're always gonna get it. That's great. Yep. But it's the friendship I have with Greg that is the most meaningful thing mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. like you know, podcast beyond is just like the cherry on top, really. Yeah, you know? and it was a great honor to be able to do the show. Yeah, and we like you. I like you guys too. Good. Yeah, sorry, you have to, you know, just like... No, don't apologize. <laughs> You're pretty uh, good too, Mark. So you have something special for us. I do, yeah. Do you want me to do the two segments that would be before normally where we... Where do you want... How do you want the show to flow? You still have, you still have the return of PSN Hit of the Week. Okay. And then, of course, the worst PlayStation Network name. Let's do Let's do both of those. Get them out of let's the way? Do, let's, do, let's get them out of the way now. Okay. Then we'll go to, to, to my secrets. Gotcha. PSN Hit of the Week is a simple idea that we stop doing but bring it back every so often. <laughs> where you send in a PlayStation Network name, you, the listener, you want more friends, you want more messages, we give it out to the Beyond community. Beyond community then showers them with messages of Beyond and such and then friend requests so everybody can be friends. This one comes from PSX89. Beyond. Beyond. Hey guys, love listening to you guys on the way to work each and every day for the past three years. It really saddens me knowing that I'm not going to hear the voices of Greg and Colin next week on Beyond, but if there's anyone at IGN that has the potential of continuing the show, that person is Marty Saliva. I believe in you, Marty. He puts in parentheses. We do too. With that, I was wondering if you guys would do me the honor of being the final pick of the week. He screwed it up. He means hit of the week. My (laughs) PSN ID is PSX89. PSX89. Thanks again. I wish you guys the most success. And for the final time, beyond. 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 So now you have to do old school comments. P.S. I'm confirmed. We used to have mics that came over here, yeah, and yeah. so then you, you felt like a helicopter pilot, sure. and then you'd co- you'd do, Clements would cover him up. And then yeah. it would sound like he was like piloting a helicopter, yeah, yeah. and the story evolved that raccoons were jumping into the oh. helicopter, and it was spiraling out of control. Oh, were they friendly? No. Oh, they killed no. him oh, several geez. times. <laughs> but he came back. The darkest timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Until the one time he didn't. Oh, God. Worst PlayStation Network name in the... 
Where's the PlayStation me. Network name? This is a new segment, Colin, mm -hmm. where we go, you send in. Of course, this started because you can't change your PlayStation Network name. You got on your high horse about it, started writing editorials, mm. demanding Shuhei let people change their names. Even though it's not his job, we still want him to do exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> He's worrying about things slightly more important. He has, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shuhei's got his plate full, let alone yeah. with this. But people started sending in the names they'd like to change, and then it just became, I'm going to send in goofy names I see playing this. So today's name comes from... East Bruzo. No, that is not the bad PSN. That's just his bad handle on his own here. Hey, fellas, beyond. Beyond. I've been playing Call of Duty Advanced Warfare since release on my PC. Okay. My brother and I both have PS4s, and he brought his over the other day. We booted up into the split screen online multiplayer, and what do I find? My little brother's a traitor. His name here is Dixie underscore Normus. Dixie underscore <laughs> Normus. Wait, why, why does he consider his brother a traitor? Because he has a bad name, I guess. Oh. I don't know. Is because that what happened East Bruzo is so much better. Is that what happened with uh, Benedict Arnold? Did I think something... He had a bad name? Yeah. He had a Dixie Normus? So the brother is Dixie underscore Normus. But then... But wait, it gets better. His friend's name is Sister underscore Fister. <laughs> Got a couple of traitors in my midst. Beyond East Bruzo. Beyond East Bruzo. Yeah. Thank you for being the, our final PlayStation Network hit of the week. No. Bad PSN name. That was a pretty bad one. I had to take my glasses off because I was embarrassed at that name. Sister Fister? Please stop saying that. Dixie Normus? <laughs> I don't have to bleep anything anymore. Please I can say whatever say I want. Um, Greg, mm -hmm. Colin, I told mm -hmm. you guys we had something special planned. Obviously, I'm humbled to have been here for your last episode, but there's a couple folks who couldn't be here and definitely wanted to send their goodbyes, and so I give you former Podcast Beyond co-hosts Chris Roper and Andrew Goldfarb, Gearbox's Randy Pitchford, former Podcast Beyond co-host Ryan Clements, and of course, the one and only Shuhei Yoshida. Hey guys, Roper here. Uh, <laughs> sorry about my surroundings, but when you guys announced that you were leaving the show, uh, I've been in the pit since then. Uh, as you can see, it's pretty dark down here. It's lonely. Uh, in fact, the only kind of company that I have right now is a very annoying soundboard. All right, team, shut up, I'm talking. Um, oh, I did find one of Jeff's old camps, though. He left a bunch of pairs of pants there. I'm not sure what's going on with that, but but that's fine. Uh, I just wanted to wish you guys uh, good luck in future endeavors, and good luck to the upcoming Podcast Beyond replacement crew, whoever that might be in future days and future years. Um, but to everybody, uh, Beyond. And please send help. I don't know what year it is anymore. <laughs> Greg Colin, you guys are the best. I miss you every single day. I am seriously so f proud of you. I think you guys are going to do incredible stuff, and I really can't wait to see it. I started as a fan. I will always be a fan. You guys are the best. Seriously, good luck. Beyond. Hey guys, it's Randy from Gearbox, and I wanted to thank you for all the entertainment over the years, and I uh, want to wish you the best of luck for what you're doing next, and if anybody ever needs their head shaved, I've got some experience now, so I can handle it. Oh, hi. <laughs> My first podcast beyond was episode four, which was a long time ago. Uh, back in those days, in those good old days, Dunham was just passing responsibility of hosting onto Roper. Then it was myself, the newbie, Jeff Haynes, and of course, Greg, who all of you know and love, and Colin, who we all love as well, would join <laughs> much later. Uh, and then we would have hundreds of episodes together with that crew. But back at episode four, pretty obvious now, I had zero radio or podcasting experience. It shows, and that's okay. <laughs> Gotta start somewhere. 
and uh, it, it was a long road, but I think I'm much better off now. Uh, but back in those days, I have just too many good memories from, from that show. Um, of particular note is the classic Silver and Gold, which Roper made me edit into the show way too many times. We quickly stopped using actual sound segments after that, after that fiasco. Uh, and also Greg channeling Sean. Uh, that is also a classic moment. If you don't know it, go find it. It's amazing. Uh, I will say that beyond means more to me than I could say in a little video like this. Thanks, Marty, for inviting me, by the way. You're welcome. But the amount of close friends that I've made outside of Greg and Colin, but uh, the other folks at IGN, the IGN community, the Beyond community especially, I've met some of my closest friends through that podcast, and I think about that all the time, and I just have too many blissful memories of the show and of those experiences. And it also gave me a chance to grow with the, uh, with the Beyond community and to make all those amazing memories with you guys and girls. And it was just a blast. Um, so I will say that I just can't wait to see what Greg and Colin do next. I mean, I kind of have, and it's awesome. So I wish them nothing but the best. And uh, it's bittersweet to see them go because that show was a part of my life for years. And just doing it every week, no matter how bad our days might have been going, to hunker down in that podcast room, within 15 minutes, we were all just in really high spirits, talking about the things we were most passionate about, sharing them with a global community that I adore was really special. And uh, <laughs> now I, I, I really think it's special and I can get Colin to laugh, but let me tell you something. Getting Greg to laugh, really laugh, is still, remains to this day, the best feeling that I have when I tell one of my abysmal jokes. <laughs> getting Greg to laugh is a true triumph. Of the human spirit and uh, of course Colin the same way I I just love those guys so much and I, I'm gonna miss their contributions to beyond uh, but beyond continues and I just want to say to you the beyond community to the beyond hosts and to everyone that's ever been a part of or has been touched by the show past, present, and future, I wish nothing but lifelong happy memories to each and every one of you, because that is what the show has given to me, and I just wouldn't trade it for the world. So, beyond. Hi, Greg and Colin. How are you? Um, as it was, you know, surprise, but, uh, you know, congratulations. You know, I, I'm very excited for your new ventures. You know, the, ever since uh, Greg started up at noon, and uh, I felt like, uh, hmm, you know, Greg might, you know, become like a, you know, future TV personality of sort, you know, trying new things. 
and uh, so everybody you know grows up and uh, the things that you've done to IGN and beyond you know, it's amazing and I was so fortunate to become you know part of that you know ever since you invited me to one of the episodes a few years ago and uh, at that time I had the uh, uh, account on Twitter uh, or you know Facebook and I've been engaged a little bit but maybe you know I had 1,000 followers or that but after that you kept you know calling my you know YOSP handle name and my followers in you know, doubled and tripled and uh, engagement my engagement with consumers has become you know really really stronger and uh, so you know Greg and Colin you helped me to discover how great it is to engage directly with you know consumers, and uh, I I owe you for that. You know, one time you know I remember Greg. You know, you said to me that you created the monster uh, <laughs> out of me, you know, which is Shuhei Yoshida, and uh, you were right. <laughs> so um, the direct you know engagement with consumers. You know, I learned a lot from what you have done you know, through Beyond and through IGN. And uh, 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 it's great that the, you are able to uh, build up on that. And uh, it's been great to be a part of, you know, Beyond community. You know, the joining the uh, podcast Beyond 300 was the amazing, you know, experience. It's not just you two, but the whole IGN crew, you know, joined force with, uh, uh, very passionate consumers. So, um, it, so even though it's sad to uh, not have you, you know, going forward on podcast beyond, but I have, you know, hundred percent confidence in the IGN team, you know, and the Marty to continue and build upon what you created with podcast beyond, because you know we have a lots of, uh, you know, family that supports and uh, engage in uh, podcasts beyond. You know, we have, uh, um, it has become a habit to listen in to podcasts beyond every week. You know, we cannot live without it. <laughs> as long as we play on PlayStation, you know, we will, you know, uh, rely on podcasts beyond to give us the latest news and, uh, um, you know, understanding of what we are doing, the new games and, uh, uh, reactions and reviews. So uh, I, I'm, you know, so much looking forward to the new uh, chapter that Marty will start with Podcast Beyond, and uh, I'll be in, uh, looking forward to participating in the future of Podcast Beyond uh, as well. So good luck, you know, Greg and Colin, and uh, invite me to whatever. Uh, uh, <laughs> show that you do, uh, I'll be there, you yeah. know, for you. Uh, see you. So yeah, that was just uh, obviously a small taste of uh, of the people, you know, across the industry that way to half-ass you guys. <laughs> God, <laughs> that you guys uh, have touched, uh, honestly, and and coming from me personally, uh, you know, sort of the the transition I made uh, coming into the building into the industry into IGN. Uh, I mean, the two of you just have been nothing but incredible to me. Going on trips with you guys, going to Japan for the first time with Colin. Uh, boy Das Colin. My boy Das Colin. Uh, nights at New York Comic Con, just hanging out, just me and you, just getting pizza, getting f***ing 
recognized at a random two bros yeah, yeah. in New York, uh, t- helping me through, you know, shitty times in my life, and honestly teaching me what it's like to be in this industry. You know, the the respect I have for fans, you know, going doing panels and going to meetups and meet and greets with you guys, and realizing like this is the reason you guys were so good and continue to be so good at what you do is is because of that because it's not you don't talk down to people it is a two-way street yeah and that's that's honestly the thing i've learned the most from the two of you and the thing that going forward um i'm going to exhibit every day i do this job uh and so honestly from the bottom of my heart and and the literal millions out there thank you guys so much thank you no um yeah so that's sort of uh wrapping up my time on this episode sure. uh I just want to let everyone know, of course, like we said, Max and I are going to be back next week. Uh, Podcast Beyond isn't going anywhere. It's going to, we're just building could get burned down. We're just going to find somewhere else to do wow. it. Wow, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's it. <laughs> if the find... building burns down, you can come record at our house. <laughs> okay, we'll let you really use kind. the equipment. That's, 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 that's really like a turn for the worst. That's and really... also, if it burns down, don't look at us. <laughs> we, we are leaving on good terms. <laughs> um, no, and I, I, yeah, I just want to let everyone know. You know, I'll see you all next week. And yeah. let you guys know, there are two open seats at the Beyond Table uh, forever and ever for sure. you two. And so you are, you are always you. welcome back. You will be pivotal family members. Thank you very much, Marty. Of course. Uh, before you go, of course, I need to remind everybody, Podcast Beyond is IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. You can get it each and every Tuesday as an MP3 and video on IGN.com, YouTube.com slash IGN. The IGN PlayStation 4 app. I said the IGN PlayStation 4 app. <laughs> I got really oh, high. <laughs> That's what did it, huh? I know. It's a beautiful app. It's, it's, app. it's a beautiful app. I love the app so it. much. It is a beautiful app, Greg. Um, you can follow Colin and I to know what we're up to next at Game Over Greggy at No Taxation. Of course, Marty's still at, at IGN. He is at McBiggity. Two Gs, two Ts. Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to give you guys... Uh, a moment now to uh, sort of address the fans one on one and uh, say goodbye. Cool. Thank you, Marty. Hey there. So, yeah, Colin and I wanted to say goodbye to you, obviously. Originally, it was individually. Then, the last second, you put me out here, which I don't like where it's going. It's all right. It'll be all right. It's not all about you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've written you a letter. I'm going to read it now. Podcast Beyond Audience. To the Podcast Beyond. Yeah, to the audience. Not to Just you. Making sure. If you're in the audio, you're dropping your van full of nuns right now. I have uh, no idea what's happening. Yeah. And I'm going to lose it during this letter. Good, okay, good. I hate it, it's just me all the time. I think it's because you're a crier that you're not as pent up as I am right now. Oh, okay. To the listenership of Podcast Beyond. Sorry, I'm already losing it. Why'd you look at me? (laughs) When you looked at me, I lost it. Today is a solemn day. Today marks the last time Greg and I will host Podcast Beyond. A show we built together, along with Roper, Clements, Goldfarb, Jeff, and Bishop, for 381 episodes. 381 episodes. It's an extraordinary number, especially for Greg, who has been here since the main voyage. Since I joined the show as a permanent member around the time of the founding cast, celebrated episode 100, I would occasionally get lost in Greg saying what number episode we were on that day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Podcast Beyond episode... I would think, man, we're barely moving. <laughs> These episodes are taking by slowly, glacially. Then I would have more self-aware moments, particularly before, during, and after episodes like 250, 300, 350. And realize we've been doing this show week in and week out for what seems like forever. And in internet years for an audio podcast. 
Podcast Beyond is old. You'll find fewer podcasts still going strong that are older, more consistent, or better established than Beyond. I take a lot of pride in that. It's because Beyond has been with you for so long, and because so many of you have graciously let me into your worlds every week for years, that I hope you'll allow me to take a couple of minutes to talk directly to you and leave you with a few closing thoughts. First and foremost, I want you to know how much of a distinct honor and privilege it was to co-host this show for so long. For more than 250 episodes, me, you, and the cast that day would chat about PlayStation. That slowly turned into something more, a show that became not only about pieces of hardware, but about the people that listened to the show, too. The show became personal. Podcast Beyond became the number one PlayStation podcast on planet Earth, and one of the most popular gaming podcasts of any kind, period. Not because of PlayStation, but because of all of you. Anyone can play a piece of PlayStation hardware. Seriously, go buy a Vita. <laughs> but not everyone can foster the community we have. What Beyond has is rare, very, very rare. And it wasn't only me, Greg, and the rest of the co-hosts that built this community. You guys and gals out there are the community. Since I started co-hosting Podcast Beyond, thousands upon thousands of you have reached out to me on Twitter, Facebook, and email. And I must have met literally a thousand of you in person over the years, too, at conventions and shows across the world. You guys recognize me at Tokyo and, and, and in Germany. You've been kind to me, generous even. You understood who I was, and you got not only what was in my brain, but my heart. I've always been known to say a controversial thing every now and then. My thoughts weren't always delivered as eloquently as they could have been. You embraced me anyway. You stuck with me through thick and thin. I'll never forget your love and support. I also want to take a brief moment to acknowledge and honor the people who have helped shape Podcasts Beyond as permanent members. I owe Chris Roper a significant debt for gratitude for befriending me and bringing me onto the show. He, along with Jeff and Bishop, are smart and funny guys who have been missed. As for Clemson Gold Farm, I love them both. They are fantastic, talented individuals. I'm glad I still get to see them. We just saw Clements. Albeit not as regularly as I'd like. The good news for me, anyway, is that while I have to break up with Podcasts Beyond, I don't have to break up with my brother, Greg. I want you to know a few things about Greg. I want you to know that he's one of the hardest working, most dedicated, most loyal, most trustworthy, and most caring people I've ever had the pleasure of calling a friend. I want you to know that there's no one on this planet whose balls I love busting more than his. And I want you to know that I'm lucky to be moving in a post-beyond journey together with him. You can find us together in our next lives, and we hope you'll come with us on this new strange ride we're on. I owe Greg more than you could possibly know, and more than I could ever reasonably express. He knows that. I want you to all know it, too. There's one last thing I want you to know. That I will never, ever forget what hosting this show meant. What being a part of this community will continue to mean as Podcast Beyond evolves into its new form. I want to wish my very best to the team that will be taking over the podcast we built and established. And I hope that you will give the new Podcast Beyond a chance. Hell, it may just be better than the show we've been doing these past years. Greg and I are a bit off our rockers, (laughs) after all. The Roper Report is no more. The Gold Farm Memorial List, Topic of the Week. Just the tip, terrible PSN name, Ryan's wrap-up, all gone. What will never disappear, however, is the connection I have with all of you. The connection Greg and I have built with you over so many episodes, so many conversations, so many personal moments. Beyond remains and will always remain in my heart. I won't belabor this point any longer than to say I will miss this show, and I will never ever forget it. New dreams and endeavors have taken me from IGN and from Podcast Beyond, but I feel confident in saying that I will always be at the central makeup of the show's soul. And that's good enough for me. For the very bottom, for the very bottom of my heart, I wish you a healthy and hearty beyond one last time. Thank you again for everything. It's been a pleasure. That's it. Love you. Love you too.
man, you are sweated today. It's weird. You don't do that. I swear, I think I can pull most of it together today. Um, and I know so many of you are already following us on Twitter, following us to our next adventure. I know this isn't goodbye, and that's why it's really weird to obviously be so upset to sit here and, you know, Colin delivers this be beautiful, basically, eulogy <laughs> for this thing that we love, and it's not that it's dead to us, or IGN's dead to us, or you're dead to us. It's just bittersweet to, you know, chase our dreams somewhere else and leave something we built behind with you. <laughs> you might have heard a few times on this show today that I was here since episode one. And I'll tell you what, man, when we started, I thought it was the stupidest idea. Like, why do another one of these? I was already on GameScoop, right? Like, I already, had, I already had it set. Damon and I had a good thing going. Why put me into a room with my boss, the second in command, and Jeff Haynes, and have us do this show? And we didn't know what it would be, right? And that's the weirdest thing about what Podcast Beyond has become is the fact that it's just been around so long. I feel like we've been able to make all the mistakes and get to a point where, you know, Roper showed in his video the Mr. T soundboard. That episode, you guys wanted to kill us. We did it. It was the one time I left them alone, too, that they did that, and I wasn't even the host yet. But I, what's weird about Beyond, on top of you know, just the fact that it's a PlayStation podcast that's built this community that's given me, I, what do you want to call this, a career, a life? I mean, you guys make my life possible every day. The weird thing is that it just started in the most simple fashion of four people talking around microphones about PlayStation, about one thing. And the way the community swooped in and made it a thing and then it became that symbiotic relationship we're always talking about. The fact that you were there for us and we were there for you and you know, you write in these amazing letters that we got you through deaths and divorces and uh, horrible, horrible things. And I get so, not upset, but not, you know, I get so thrown off when you think it's not both ways. You know what I mean? I tell the story a lot, I know, so stick with me and indulge me on my final one here. Just the fact that, you know, for years we were doing Beyond and GameScoop, and I would meet people at events, and I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, I'm such a huge fan of you on Beyond. And I would go, awesome, man. And then we would, there'd be this awkward exchange of them not saying anything to me. And I remember a few years in, I did it, and I had a few at a meet and greet, and I said to this kid, like, I'm like, oh, awesome. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, what are you sorry for? And I'm like, I'm not what you expected. I don't know, you're being quiet. And he's like, no, 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 the relationship is you talking to me. I, I sit in my car and listen to you. I walk to class listening to you. I don't know how this goes. And for me, that was a light switch moment on how to interact with you when I meet you at events and stuff. And so there's all these little things that get, get you to today, get you to episode 381, get you to Greg Miller having 200,000 Twitter followers and some of you calling me a celebrity and stuff and then me telling you over and over and over and over again, you're a best friend. And I don't mean it, I don't mean it in a salesy way. I don't mean it in a bullshit way. I mean it in a very honest way <laughs> that if you have listened to this show, you have gotten me at my most raw, at my most emotional, and I'm not afraid to cry in front of you, I'm not afraid to laugh in front of you, I'm not afraid to make jokes about you, because you know, I've been here since episode one. It has been eight years of me growing up before your eyes into a man who can't not cry. <laughs> no, I've grown up in front of you from when I got here and didn't know how to talk on a podcast, breathe into a microphone, do anything, to where now I could... We're gonna walk out of here today and if somebody flipped a camera on me, I would be able to go and I'd be able to deliver and I'd be able to entertain you, hopefully. If you're here and you watch this long, hopefully you'll get that. You've seen me grow up and that is the one thing that I don't think we knock out of the park when we talk to you. Uh, I mean, you've all been a part of 
I guess like the biggest ruse in history, the fact that I call you my best friend, you are my best friend. This relationship goes both ways. The fact of the matter is, my friends are my family. We are not a podcast beyond community. We are a family and that's what this is. And for everything I've ever gotten you through, you've gotten me through. Whether it be divorce or it's me getting cancer or just me not being happy that there's no pad upon, you're there for me. And when I, right now, it's the most stressful time of my life and it's amazing and I love it and everything else, but you write these letters to me and when I'm down in the dumps and I can't, I'm stressed out about work and I don't know what to do next because there's so much to do, I'll get a letter from somebody saying that we've, we've inspired them, we've changed their life to go do something, to start their own podcast, to ask a girl out, to go to college, to do something so simple. I mean, we talk about video games sometimes. It's not even all the time, really. You know what I mean? How, what do, I, we were talking about a bunch of bullshit in the beginning before we even got it. It's our final podcast. We sit around and talk to you as friends because that's how it is. We are family. We are best friends. This is what it is. We have the shared interest. And I am, I didn't expect when I left, when we announced that we were going to leave IG and so many of you would come to us and say that we inspired you to do something. Um, Cause it, it's simple for us to do this. I sit around with my best friends, you on the other side of the camera and then this. You know what I mean? Like Colin touched on his letter and that's what, I mean, if you notice, I was a little, able to be a little bit stronger there, be more of the man side of, of the carpet or whatever the hell I said earlier. Uh, and keep it together because when he cries, like that breaks my heart, right? Because you guys in this show in IGN not only gave me whatever this is, internet celebrity, gave me a career, gave me a home, a way to you know feed myself and myself, uh, you guys gave me my best friend. You gave me my brother. You gave me somebody who will do anything. You know what I mean? We do anything for each other. And that's why it's so exciting for us to jump out and do that. But know that that goes out to you as a member of the family as well. I've begun to ramble, so I will start to wrap it up. Um, I'm, I'm proud that we get to inspire you. I'm proud that we get to be part of your life. I'm proud that you've gotten to see me grow up and, sh and show you that dreams come true. You know, I always talked about I came here at 24 at IGN. No, actually 23, right? Yeah, and uh, I was about to turn 24, it doesn't matter. Um, this was the accomplishment of my dream, getting here. And over time, that dream has evolved and changed. And now it's something different. And it was time for us to go and do that different thing. And I love the fact that you've taken inspiration from that instead of sadness. That's obviously our greatest uh, contribution, I think, to you. And so as you know, Every episode of Podcast Beyond ends in a song in a segment we call Ryan's Wrap Up. God, I hate it that I just go that high. You know what I mean? If it was just every song, every 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 episode of Podcast Beyond ends in a segment we call Ryan's Wrap Up. I don't mind the crying, but when I like, what the fuck? Just stop. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, and God knows if you stuck it out this long, you must be. Every episode uh, that it matters, that something huge happens on, we play a song called Go Beyond, uh, written by uh, Danny Weissner, performed by Danny and Tori Weissner, animated by the amazing Panda Musk. You know him well. Um, I talked about it earlier in this show that, you know, 300, or at 200, I didn't catch up the emotions. 300, I was a ball of emotions. And when this played at 300, I lost it and just cried and cried and cried. And it's one of those... It's one of the few tangible things we have that shows we've made an impact on people's lives, right? That there's this history to podcast beyond that. We've built something here that even now that we're leaving and leaving it to Marty, that we'll still be a part of it, right? And what blows me away about Go Beyond is that every time I listen to it, 
every period of time I listen to it, I get something different out of the song. And obviously it's a no-brainer to play the song all about Podcast Beyond at the end of our final Podcast Beyond. But the thing about it is like, if you listen to the lyrics, the lyrics are about this moment in time. They are about Colin and I going off, going into the beyond to fight for something we believe in and to chase a passion and to do something. But they also are about you. And I knew I'd get too choked up to remember it all. This is like, this is the final, it's in the song, but like how they, Danny ends it and then fades out, right? This is the day of all new days. It's up to us this time. It is up to us, ladies and gentlemen, to do everything from here on out. It's up to Marty to make Beyond continue to go. It's up to this community to continue to support him. It's up to this community to come support us. It's up to Colin and I to continue to make the best content possible. And it's up to all of us to stay together and be family and make this industry better and make each other better. Podcast Beyond is basically the timeline of my life at IGN. And I couldn't have asked for a better show. I couldn't have asked for a better site. I couldn't have asked for a better job. And I couldn't have asked for a better family. Thank you all. Until next time, it's been my pleasure to serve you. It wasn't super high, but it was all right. Beyond.
It's up to us this time. Beyond. Nathan Drake, and I wear panda musk. Keeps the ladies coming back for more. And me. episode of podcast beyond the official ign playstation podcast woo uh i'm jerry Dunham, your host and editor-in-chief of the playstation team and with me is chief news and features editor chris roper who's formerly executive editor on the playstation team hello hi uh, we've got jeff haynes who's an editor on the team how's it going and greg miller who's also an editor beyond ooh nice that could replace exactly scoop. it's not good i can't say scoop anymore. No. So this is uh, experimental for us. This is the first podcast we've actually ever done as a team. Um, so hopefully you'll like it, and if not, well, too bad. We're going to do it every week anyway. Or at least I'll make these guys do it, and I'll go somewhere else. Um, so what we're going to do is uh, we've, we put a, a message board posting up for all our readers to check out and give us suggestions as to what they'd like to see in their ideal PlayStation podcast. And uh, we, we saw quite a few suggestions. Uh, number one, we'd really like to thank Justin Daly for the name anticipation station which we're going to use later and he also came up with the idea of calling our podcast podcast beyond so thank you to him enjoy your nothing exactly we have the no prize for you <laughs> from marvel 
Um, but, you know, the first segment we're going to do is we're going to kick off uh, every week with basically what the previous week meant for PlayStation news. And since Chris is the chief news and features editor, he'll be the one heading that up. And it was a great way for me to get him in these podcasts, even though he left us. Yes. Huh. And he wasn't here last week. So take it away, Chris. What was big in PS news last week? 